We love a little bit of drama around here. Secrets, affairs, backstabbing, betrayal. Prime Video has it all included. Like the new history-bending love story, My Lady Jane, and the sexy romantic new movie, The Idea of You, starring Anne Hathaway. Or add-on channels like Max for drama-filled favorites like HBO original The White Lotus. Find your happy place. Prime Video. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. St. Bonaventure Mission works to provide Navajo families with many of the things people never think about. Whether it's fresh water, clothing, or many other necessities, St. Bonaventure Mission provides support to the Eastern Navajo Reservation. The mission is often the last and best hope in their struggle to survive among poverty and hardships. So please go to this website and make your donation to St. Bonaventure. It's stbonaventuremission.org. Your donation will go a long way in providing much-needed everyday items people may take for granted. St. Bonaventure VentureMission.org. Is that a sausage in your pants? Host of the nationally syndicated radio show, Elvis Duran and the Morning Show. I just want to say I love you guys. You guys are fabulous. Oh, I listen you. to you guys an hour to and from work every day. Yeah, well, we love traffic. This is Elvis Duran and the Morning Show. So, uh, anyone single going out this weekend? We don't have any single people. We have some single people. Um... <laughs> Anyone? Some of the maybe some of the interns. Oh, come here then. Come here. Oh, Allie's going. Allie's always going out. <laughs> come on, Allie, get in here. Allie, going out this weekend? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, okay, here's why we love talking to Allie. Because Allie's always on the prowl. She's oh. always on the hunt. Always. Yeah. I mean, you actually lie online to p- get guys to notice you. And, yeah. Yeah. You have to. You have to do what it takes. Okay, it's a dog eat dog world out there. It is. Now, do you <laughs> oh actually have gosh. do you use pickup lines when you meet guys and Um, so well Matthew Hussey when he was here, he told me to like lean on them, like kind of bump into them or like like ask them to hold my jacket or ask them for a drink suggestion. So I do like I get in there, but I don't like flat out have a line. So I have some ideas. Okay. So you see some guy you really like. Yeah. And stand next to him in a crowd for a while. Mm-hmm. And then look at him and go, oh my God, I think I dropped my phone. Can you call it? And then he has Ooh. your number. Okay. Oh. Right. Steal their number. Yeah. That's cool. See how that works? I like it. Or, um, I don't know, I think that's a good one. That's a slimy way of getting yeah, your, your phone number in his, in his but phone. I don't really want them to have my phone number unless, like, I think, like, after a conversation. I think we have to have a conversation before I give out my number. All right. So Maybe I, my Instagram handle. <laughs> so okay. So who's the? Uh, tell us about the last date you went on. The last date I went on was last week, and we went to a sports bar and had a drink, and their game was playing behind us. How yeah. was it? It was good. It was our second date. Is that that the you so, got on the third? 
Um, yeah, he actually had to go away for work this weekend, so we couldn't go on a third. So you're looking for someone, like another victim for this weekend? Yeah, yeah, I need another victim. I'm going out tonight, so. She is the horniest person I know. She's not horny. Oh, she'll admit it. Admit it. Admit it. Well. <laughs> okay. I, I, okay. Let's. Okay. Our next segment has to be. But, but I, I want nothing but single people. Let's load up the Yay. phones. I just want to ask you questions about how you're getting along being single. Uh, let's talk to Michelle. Hi, Michelle. Hi. So our friend Allie here uh, at the morning show. She uh, she loves dating, and even if there's rejection, she doesn't. It doesn't matter to her. Yeah. She's like, okay, whatever. I'll date someone else. Yeah. But I've been reading all the text messages coming in, and there's a lot of people out there in the dating world who are just so turned off by it. They're so, so, yeah. uh, they feel rejection, or the, the people they meet are just not right, and so they give up, and they just throw their hands up in frustration. What about you? How are you doing in the single life? I am definitely ready to get out there and date. I'm newly single, and, you know, rejection, it stinks. But that's life, so I'm kind of. It's all a learning process. So, so what do you mean you're get out there you're ready to get back out there? Meaning you're you're just coming out of a, of a relationship? Yeah. Like how how long so, were you with this person? I was only with him a few months, but before that, it was a longer relationship, right. and we the few months we only just broke up last week. So I'm like, all right, on to the next one. Wow. That's the one you had to get out of the way. That yeah. was the rebound, and now you're, like, in it, in it. That's, right. That's exactly it. It's a learning process, and it's like I learned a big lesson from that one, and now I'm just like, all right, there's a better one out there for me, the person mm-hmm. who I'm just ready to meet. I think we have to look at every relationship like that, that it can't be a failure. It has to be something you take away from it and you learn. I, yeah. That's really yeah. great advice. Right. Yeah, you can't think of it yeah, as just yeah. a big, massive failure, even no. though it was. <laughs> you failed. You failed, Blanche. But, no, I, look, look for, like, so from a married guy's point of view, I just, I, the thought of being single again just terrorizes uh-huh. me. It's, it's, it, 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 yeah. it terrifies me. Sorry. And uh, even, even with the shortcomings of the relationship, we work them out. Like, you know. Take, you know, what happened last night, for instance. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so, Michelle, uh, go out there. Have a lot of fun. You're, you, you already have a date set Thank up? Or you just, you. Are you just going out to just meet people? I'm just going out to meet people. We're going out locally and just kind of socialize. So good. Nice. It's good to get out. You, you know what? Day. It's just an experiment. If you want, Michelle, if you have something to report, yeah. I'd love to, like, do a follow-up with you, okay? Great. That'd yes, be really definitely cool. Definitely well. Let's let's follow the dating life of Michelle. <laughs> Hello, is this Malia? Uh, Malia. Maria. Maria. Oh, Maria. <laughs> Hi guys. Hi Maria. <laughs> How do you solve a problem like Maria? <laughs> you know, so many songs from the, the best yeah. musicals are named Maria. Anyway, yeah. you love being single, right? You're, you're actually just having fun I... being single. I absolutely am. I um, got out of a really terrible relationship um, a little over a year ago, and it was rough at first, but um, now I'm just absolutely loving it. Um, Getting to meet all these different people, whether I get rejected or not, I'm building up my self-esteem, I'm doing me, I'm having fun, Um, a lot of great stories to tell people, so it's it's just been a blast. I love hearing stories of failed dating, <laughs> dating adventures. <laughs> I know, but you're, you're, talking, you're talking about rejection, but what about the people you've rejected? Because I'm sure you have. Yeah. Uh, yes, quite a few. Um, I'm just very blunt. I'm a very blunt person, so I'm just straight up with them. I, I mean, I went on a date with a guy last weekend, and 
on his dating profile, it said he was 5'9". He shows up, and he was 5'5". Five five. I just looked at him, and I was like, I'm sorry, bye. Of I course. have to go. Wow. Yeah. So you didn't even give him a chance. You were like, duh, I'm done. Right? No, I don't yeah. do shorter. I, nope. But yeah. I feel like if they're already starting out with a lie, right. it just gets worse. Right. right. So. right. What else are they yeah. lying about? Right. Exactly. Right, 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 right. Even if it's not you know right. wanting to date someone taller, it's just the fact he said he was something right. that he wasn't. You don't Whatever know what else is, is right. lying yeah. All right. Well, I love that you love being single, Maria. You go out there and you have fun. But as I say, be safe. Don't let anyone take advantage of you. Mm -hmm. You own them. You own you. Okay? (laughs) Thanks, guys. Thank you for listening to us. Anyone in here ready to be single again? (laughs) No. No. It was really fun, though. Hello, Veronica. I love being single. I thought it was great. I had a lot of fun. If I wasn't single, I wouldn't have met Alex. Exactly. (laughs) That is true. There is that. Hello, hello, Veronica. Hi, hello, lady. Well, hello, lady. hello, lady. So you're on all the dating sites, and you're you're here to report from the single world. It is crazy out there. Tell us what uh, what you've been observing. Yeah, well, uh, I talked to a guy for like three weeks, and then um, I gave him a perfect opening, you know, to ask me out. Wanted to see if he would ask me, and nothing. And then. The next week, he texts me at, like, 11 at night and is saying, hey, what are you doing tonight? And I'm like, not you. No. Good for you. Very good, Veronica. Good yeah. for you. Yeah, no. You, you gave him opportunity to come, right. to come to the field and play. Right. And if he's not going to meet you, like, at the 50-yard line, mm-hmm. uh, no, no. Yeah. I'm glad and I mean, I love that. being single and, you know, I got out of a relationship a few months ago and it's been great because I was kind of scared to be single again, but it's been good. I've been hanging out with my friends, but, you know, going on dates, like I, I have all the apps and I, I've never passed out on a date. Good. Mm-hmm. Have fun. Yeah. Be safe. You own <laughs> Thank you. you. All right. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Day. You too, Veronica. I love that. What are you doing? Not you. That's exactly. Good. I love it. <laughs> you up? Right back. No. No. Uh, hello. <laughs> and you won't be either. Oh. <laughs> oh. Hello, Karen. Hello. Karen is single. And so what is your report from the single world? Well, it's not that I have a report, but I have a line that I do like to use. Okay. So if I see a guy that I'm interested in, I look to see what he's drinking, and then I go to the bar, I get it, and when I give it to him, I'll tell him when attention needs paid, I always pay it, and I give him his drink. Well, well. So, how does that work for you? I mean, what, what is it? Oh, listen. They love the fact that there's a woman actually being aggressive and not just sitting there waiting for the man to do the work. Ah, All right. Okay. okay. All right. I'm in. Seriously, so that's, and- that's what I do, and it gets a good. I mean, they like the funny side of it, and they like the fact that I'm willing to take the first step. And that's yeah. the thing. You know, a lot of people are just afraid to make that first step. Man, woman, doesn't matter. And so he's like, oh, what do I do? I don't know. Maybe someone should introduce us. But no, you just like, okay, here's my plan. Like, yeah. what do you think of that idea, Allie? Yeah. Hey, hold on. Here's Allie. Well, I really like that idea. I can um, kind of one-up you. Oh, oh well, wow. Okay. <laughs> what, what I do this okay. thing at the bar where I'll um, go to the bartender and I'll point out a guy at the bar and say he's buying my drink and I'll tell them my order. And then the guy has to talk to me because he already bought my drink. Have you ever had the guy go, uh, uh, lady, I'm not buying you drink? I mean, sometimes they'll give a weird look. That's what I would be afraid of. (laughs) Or, like, how do you know that they're even single? 
Well, I mean, if they're standing in a bar with a bunch of guy friends, like, chances are they're single. You're oh, robbing people. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, exactly. That's not one up in me. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I got to say, both, uh, both, both of you are making my palms sweaty. You're making me nervous. <laughs> I think you should go out together. <laughs> Is this Karen? No, because I tend to get a favorable response. She's going to get her aunt beat. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my God. Whoa. Whoa. Wow. All right, look, thanks for listening to us. <laughs> Thank you very much. Bye. Bye. Take care. Well, she said you can get your ass beat. Everyone's yeah, got a I'm okay. <laughs> I had a guy friend who used to think it was a great idea to step on girls' toes or spill a drink on them and then apologize profusely and buy them another drink and make them feel better. Oh, see, that's oh. stupid. I was no. like, don't assault people. You, you can't do no. that. Yeah, no, pain is not where you're <laughs> going to get love. Hello, Caitlin, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you? Doing okay. All right, so you are, you uh, as you said in your text message, you are as single, you are single AF. <laughs> yeah, and, absolutely. Okay, and how, what are you reporting from the single world? What, is it good, bad? How are you feeling about it? Oh, the single world is great. I love it. Um, you know, being 24 years old, I'm young, and I have nothing tying me down. So, yeah. like, you know, starting my career, I can pick up, go anywhere at any time, and I just love that. Like, you know, in the next five years, who knows where I'll be living. Yeah, I like but that. That's true. Good for you. I mean, Caitlin, yeah, you know, when you settle down with someone and your career says, hey, here's another opportunity, mm -hmm. but it's not in this town, that, that it doesn't it's matter. Harder, up. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Well, hopefully, um, hopefully they'll, they'll jump on board with me and be as spontaneous as I am. Well, good for you. God, I'm starting to miss being single. A uh, uh, Make a switch. Let's. Call up Alex and tell him. No, I'm not, I'm not <laughs> no, let's not. I'm not going to be single. Nah. Anyway, thank you for listening, Caitlin. I appreciate it. And have fun. Have fun. Isn't that the bottom line? Yeah. I think so. I also think it's important to love yourself. And then exactly. other people will love that. When well, well. you're single, sometimes you have to love exactly. yourself. Exactly. Yeah. Got no choice. <laughs> like Froggy, even though he's married. I'm loving this. One more call. We go talk to Carly. Hi, Carly. Oh, my God. Me? Like, oh, my God. Oh, Carly. Oh, my God. Carly. You're okay. Pull yourself together. So wait, you dated a guy you've known since high school, decided to give it a chance, and then he ghosted you. Aww. And now you're back out there in the single world again. So how are you doing yeah. now that you're single again? Okay, so it's either a lot of fun or hell. Okay. It's like one or the other, no in between. Um, but if it's fun when you go on a date, the guy pays, it's really nice, slightly broke, so it works out. Right. And then nothing. Or... Oh, my God. I'm hearing myself on the radio now. Okay, sorry. That's I okay. Out. I'm really obsessed with you guys. Oh, no. We're obsessed with you. Okay, okay so, it, so some guys... Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia, starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Elia Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes 
I guess identify the life that I want and and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your host of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. Oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed, And to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. So let me get, let's get back on track. So some guys are cool and, and, and you like them, but, or and maybe they don't like you. And some guys you like, and you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, when do and you find, some like, guys, they're not even available. There was this one guy, he's like, I like you, but I have a girlfriend. Oh. And then continues to flirt with me and then always complains about his girlfriend to me. Ew, what a turd. Nah. Yeah. Ugh. yeah. All right. Well, Carly, good luck not out cool. there. Don't, uh, don't, don't uh, lose uh, faith. Don't lose hope. Um, just understand that you're living your life and just dating someone is just a part of it. There's much more to you than just dating, right? Oh, you're so deep. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Carly, go out and have fun. You t- take care of yourself. And that's the bottom line in this crazy world. Doesn't matter if you're dating or you're married, whatever. You got to look out for yourself. Yeah, 100%. Even with kids, you guys still have to look out your, of course, for yourself. I always say if you don't take care of yourself, then you're not going to be able to take care of your kids Never. the right way. And I think if you don't love yourself, you can never really love another person in a healthy way. And all of my single friends who are, like, desperate at this moment, I'm like, no, go out and do things that you like. Enjoy yourself. And once you have that level of confidence, and you're going you're gonna to do better. People start falling from the sky when you love yourself. It's true. I mean, not literally. Elvis Duran. Oh, here he is. And The Morning Show. Elvis Duran and the Morning Show. Hey, producer Sam. Hi. You want to talk about it? Is there something you want to discuss today with the family? Oh my God, what did I do today? You've uh, been the other woman. Oh my God, that thing. Yeah, I uh, I have been the other woman in a relationship, not the one I'm in. For anyone listening intently, but in the past, yeah, I, I've why been is, the other woman. Why is this surfacing and making you crazy all of a sudden? Um, because we were kind of talking about it the other day, and when it happened, I kind of just swept it under the rug. But as I think of it more and more, I'm more pissed at this human for putting me and the other girl in this situation. Well, let's yes. talk about it. Look, you know, uh, there's, you know, if you are cheated on, 
the other woman is the other woman, mm -hmm. right? But you wake up and realize, wait a minute. I was once the other woman. Yeah. So who you'd be giving hell to some other woman? See, that's the thing. I don't blame the other girl for hating me, but I 100% did not know what was going on the whole four months I was oh, dating this see, guy. That's, that's a long sad. Time. I know. That's a long yeah. time. I know. I was, our schedules like didn't line up a lot, so we didn't see each other too much, so there was not enough yeah. for me to really sniff around, but we ended up going to a bar that he was a regular at, oh. and when he went to the bathroom, this woman supporting loving bartender came up to me, held my hand and said, sweetie, I don't know what conversations you guys have had, but he's dating my cousin and she thinks they're exclusive. Oh, yes. so how did you act on that information? I simmered. I finished my beer. I ordered another and then I brought him outside and like a Jewish mother I am said, is there anything you want to tell me? <laughs> <laughs> and his, his face dropped. He knew it was up and we kind of had at it right there in the parking lot. We had a fight. Um, but my very favorite part was uh, I thought he was lying, which he was. So he gave me the girl's number. He didn't think I'd call. He wanted to call my bluff. Dumb. No, I called her. We were on the phone for like two hours. What a dumbass. Wow. I mean, I mean, it's one thing uh, to dump him because he was cheating on someone else and yeah. lying about it. It's another thing because he's a dumbass. Yeah, he's a dumbass. Well, I will tell you, though, when you are the other woman, and I have been. <laughs> same. Same. Yeah. Uh, but I was, I was led to believe that, well, that was over. That other one was over. Gotcha. And, you know, well, you too? Yeah, I actually had no idea that there was another person. I just realized that I couldn't find him on social media. And then one of my friends found him and she was like, this is why he probably has you blocked. There were pictures of him and another girl everywhere. Wow. So I just, yeah. Wow. See, yeah. that's like blatant hiding it from Very you. Very much so. I was with someone who was in, in the midst of a breakup. And it was basically, quote unquote, already over. We're just right. like cleaning up the, uh, you know, we're just ending in it and it's all done. And uh, so I, but it wasn't. Yeah. It was a lie. Oh. My, my phone call was, he's, I'm pregnant with his baby. That was my, my, <gasps> phone. my God. Yeah. How'd that go? It was, well, I had no idea. And she Did they called. name her Danielle? No. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to go ahead and say no. But she called and she says like, you know, so-and-so who you've been seeing? Yeah. Well, guess what? I'm his girlfriend and I'm pregnant. And I was like, what? Okay. You have fun with that. And then I called him out on it and <laughs> of course. He, he didn't deny it. I mean, oh. you know. Did she well, hate you, deny? though? No, because I didn't know. Yes. I really did not know. I had no idea. Yeah. Well, here's what I'm thinking. First of all, uh, if you are the other woman and don't know it, it's not your fault. Mm -hmm. the, no, the, yeah. the, the, the person uh, who's doing the cheating is an a-hole. Right. Secondly, if they tell you that they are in the midst of a breakup or a divorce, it may be difficult to do this. Look them in the eye and say, hey, once you get all that taken care of, then you call me. Right. Yeah. Because you don't want to be dragged through that. No. Because there's, you know, there's emotion. Even if someone's so ready to divorce someone, mm. there's still a tie there. There's still stuff going on. So and, complicated. And plus, you deserve more than, you know, even if they're telling you that it's over. Like, it's stringing you along and saying, oh, yeah, yeah, this week I'm going to do it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, but we're going, we're doing this. Next week I'm going to do it. Yeah. It's like, you know, oh, come on. Yeah. When you found out you were the other person... Did you have a conversation with the significant other? No. Do you think you should? I was really torn. So when I found out that I was the other person, all of my friends were like, well, you're going to say something to this girl. And I thought, I don't know. I don't know her at all. I feel like she should know, but I don't know if it's my place to say yeah. something. What do you do? I don't know. I th it, may, it may be. I was in a situation where I was just led to believe that he was leaving and I knew who he was, and yeah. but I didn't, I wasn't friends with him. But later on, I found out that they weren't anywhere about to break Ugh. up and <gasps> yeah 
Like I was happy I had that conversation with the other woman, but I got lucky. She was a really receptive, yeah. nice person. Yeah. She could have told me to f the right off as soon as right. I called her. Yeah, so. but, the, but the bottom line is, it was the guy being a douche. Oh yeah. What's up, scary? I read some crazy stat that eighty-five percent of people, uh, married people who cheat, never ever wind up getting the divorce. They say that they're getting the divorce, wow. oh, but bet. they keep that so you can keep hanging on. But they say that it never happens because yeah. it, you know, it's more trouble wow. than it's worth. Oh, divorce is expensive. Yep. Yeah. Uh, not that I'm ever going to experience that. Right. Uh, is this uh, Tiana? Hi, this is Tiana. Hey, Tiana. Thanks for listening to us. Uh, you hooked up with a guy, and afterward, he casually mentioned that he's in a relationship. After he oh, hooked yeah. up with you. Yeah. How'd that go? Yeah. So he casually mentions his girlfriend, and I have this confused, bewildered look, and so do my friends at that point. <laughs> And um, so I asked him, and he's like, oh, yeah, I I have a girlfriend. Uh, We're long distance, and she understands I have needs. Needs. So so he he (laughs) therefore renamed you Needs. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. You are are now Uh, my Needs. Oh, yeah. I I was like, "Mm, no, I'm not about this. So walked away after that. Wow. Good. Yeah, I'm glad you didn't let him, like, play around with you like a cat plays with a toy. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. He should have... Oh, yeah. Don't you think he should have said something before you guys hooked up? Yes. Yes. Yeah, but I have a feeling he was hiding it because many girls probably wouldn't go for that if they knew first. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to say no. Well, that's eh. shifty. <laughs> Depending on where I am in life, I might have said yes. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah well, it depends. But still. But it wasn't for Tiana, all right? All right, well, uh, so now, if if you hook up, are you a little nosy? Do you try to do a little background investigation before you go too far with anyone? I did after that, but I'm happily married now. Oh, good. Oh, good for you. There you go. All right, Tiana, thanks for listening to us. Podcasting. Brooklyn Boys. Serial Killers. The 15-Minute Morning Show. Discover all of our podcasts on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Elvis Duran and the Morning Show. Elvis Duran in the morning show. Uh, okay, let me get another Danielle on the phone. Hi, Danielle. <gasps> Hi, good morning. I'm sorry, hold, okay, hold on. You know, we had to dump that because you said the F word. Oh. Stop saying the F word. Such a Danielle I'm thing. Yo, how come all Danielles have potty mouths? <laughs> Danielle. Okay, look, we were talking about this. I think this is a great conversation. Like, mm-hmm. In the dating world, let's say you're really you're like you're driving at, at, at the speed limit, but you're driving faster than ever in, in your dating scene in your early twenties. Yeah. Don't you wish you had someone in their upper twenties or thirties to give you some advice? Like, you know what, you need to know this, and you're going to have an easier time of it, right? I I did have that. Um, everyone just liked him so much. Okay. What is your advice uh-huh. for people who are dating, and and then we'll we'll figure out what we're, what we're talking about. Okay. Okay. So my advice would be to put yourself first, put your happiness first. You don't have to make anyone else happy, right? It's your relationship. It's not their relationship. Yeah. And I, I can say, especially mm. when you're young, you're, you're mm-hmm. so into making it work and it has to be successful. Or if it's yeah. a failure, that means I failed somewhere. So I need to like, I need to do things I don't want to do. I, I need to like put them first Yeah. because I'm afraid I'll lose yeah. them. You're saying that is exactly. just hogwash. Exactly. Yeah, so I married my high school sweetheart after we were together for 10 years. Mm-hmm. Um, I was 26, and I knew I wasn't 
really into it, but I felt the pressure because, you know, you're together for 10 years, so that's what you do. And Mm. society pressures and family and parents and, you know, that's what we were supposed to do. So that's what we did. And now we are 28 and divorced and honestly happy. So I think the happiness is the main thing. I think that's awesome, and I think that people should always function that way because we say it all the time. If you think of things like a lifeguard situation, you can't save somebody else if you don't know how to swim. So you have to be able to take care of yourself and put yourself first, and then when you're happy, you're a better partner for somebody else. I get it. You are. It took me a very long time to realize that. And this is good to know with friendships. It's good to know with anything. Friendships. Kids. Yeah, kids. Hey, put yourself before your kids. Screw them. Well, no, you need, I think before you have children, (laughs) I mean, if you can, you need to be able to take care of yourself. Because then you're going to be, you know, and you got to be less selfish because you're going to be in charge of another human being. You know, and at that point, it's all about them. That's why no kids for me. No kids. (laughs) That's okay. You know what? It's good. It's good to know and recognize it. Listen, Daniel, thank you for listening to us. Have a great day. And congratulations. It's never too late in life to get it right. You know, you're okay. Thanks for listening. Keep on cursing, Danielle. You do that, (laughs) potty mouth. Hello, Sarah. So, your advice to younger people women out in the dating world is what? Well, this would have been my advice to myself because I'm now 34 is uh, I always had a thing for the bad boys, the tattooed biker motorcycle club dudes, and they're fun, but they're not good for long term at all. (laughs) So if you, if you know you're out there just to have fun, it's okay to ride one of those, uh, (laughs) those bikers, right? Uh, yeah, but that was not what I thought. Like I was with somebody for three years who turned out to be extremely abusive oh, on top man. of everything and being a jerk. So well, that's the thing, you know, you think, you know, I'm, I'm, I just want to go have fun with a bad boy. Cause I, and I know it's not going to be anything cause he's a bad boy, but the thing is you get feelings for the bad boy, uh-huh. but you're not right. going to get him back. And that's when it all turns South. Right. Right. And, and that wasn't, and you know, they cheat and they're out on the road, especially if they're in motorcycle clubs, not to like put that down, but it is what it is. You're not with them. They're out for days at a time. So. Wow. So sons of anarchy. (laughs) It is. Ah. That was my life for three years. No lie. Yeah. And you put yourself second behind, uh, him and and he's not, he hasn't grown up. It was just what was considered acceptable. It was like, you know, the club come first. There you go. All right. right, Sarah. Thank you. Wow. Don't don't You're welcome. don't ex- you know don't expect anything from the bad boys other than a bad boy. Right. Exactly. You Excellent. can't change. I feel like life. you can't change a bad boy. Don't you try can't. to change anyone. Yeah. Yeah. Don't. If you think you're going to change them, you are in for no. a surprise. Uh, April, uh, your advice to people who are out there, they're younger than you, and you're like, okay, let me give you a little advice. I learned the hard way. Here it is. What is it? Don't settle. Oh my gosh. Do not settle. I'm 23, and I wish coming out of high school I saw all these couples or whatever, and I end up settling. Yes, thank God I got my two beautiful boys out of it, but don't settle. Like, it's more to life than that. Like, yes. you're young. Like, you have time, to, you know, to travel, you know, do things. Don't don't settle. It's not worth it. <laughs> yeah. okay, so keep in mind, settling is different for different yeah. people. How? What was it with you? Like, what did you feel like you were settling for and you, and you lost a little a little step? Mine was the fact that I didn't want to be a single mom. And so I took whatever I got from him because I'm like, I don't, like, who's going to want me with two kids? Like, Aww. you know, I have two young ones. So I'm like, 
yeah, I'm just going to say it. And then one day something just clicked to me, like, girl, you used to be that. Like, what are you doing? Like, get mm-hmm. up and get on your feet. It's only going to make you stronger. I love this yeah. phone yeah, call. Yeah, awesome. I love your call, April. You know? Yeah. Hey, you Thank know you. We do a lot of research in the background to see who's listening, who isn't listening. We and Okay, I don't want to make anyone nervous, but we have like 10 million listeners. Oh, God. <laughs> I know. I don't, I don't mean to brag, but we got a lot of listeners. Anyway, in, in talking to everyone, we have found our show more than most. We have more single parents, yeah, fathers and mothers, listening to our show. And I, I know that you may think, well, I better stay with my partner and the, the, the parent of my kids because no one's going to want me. I got to tell you, you may have to look in different places, but there are people that are going to find you so interesting because you're a mother. Right. Because yeah. you have a family started. So, you know, never give up on yourself. April, your call was fantastic. Thank you very much. Oh, thank you, and I love you guys. Thank you so much. Thank you. Have a great day. Hey, Producer Sam, what's up? Hi. So I learned something the hard way. Okay, advice? Do not, whether it be a small or a deep thing, pretend to be really into something because the other person is into it and you want to impress them. Example. Could be something as little as a band, which I used to do in high school all the time, or my ex-boyfriend was not a very emotional person. You guys know me. I cry four times a week, and I was pretending that I was okay with like a very shallowly emotional relationship. Right, because you didn't want to upset him. Exactly. I thought, oh, I'll get too close and I'll scare him. So I just lied to myself for a year. (laughs) Well, there you go. It's it's great advice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, I I wonder about this advice. Does it really make sense to give advice, or is it better for people to go through it and learn it on their own? I think it's great to give the advice, but I think everyone has to understand no one's going to take it. They're all going to go through it and do what they do because you have to get that burn to not play with the fire anymore. I think you need to make your mistakes, too. You need to make your mistakes so you can learn from them. It's so so hard. It'd be great to make the mistake and go, oh, God, you know, Samantha told me on the radio that I would do this, and I'm doing it. And I did it. (laughs) Text message, okay, wait, not all bikers are awful. (laughs) All right, this is true. My aunt and uncle, the happiest couple, he's a biker. He's in a biker club, the nicest He's very fun. Okay. Okay. Yeah, we we can't be too quick. But he's a bad boy biker. We can't generalize. What dating advice do you wish you could pass on to people younger than you? From our Facebook listeners, Jennifer says, give someone a second chance, never a third. Oh. (laughs) Stay true to Mm -hmm. yourself. Missy says, if his family tells you to run, run. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's like the (laughs) biggest red flag. Can you imagine? If If, his mother tells you, don't do it. (laughs) I've seen that happen. I know. Froggy's wife, Lisa, her family said, run. No. I'm kidding. Becky says, don't waste your time trying to fix or change someone who isn't for you. Move on. There are more people out here on Instagram. Teresa Smith 18 says, when someone shows you their true character, believe them. Yes. Mm. Scary. What's your advice? I'm not a woman, but I would say, stop drunk crying on the curb while you're on the phone with your boyfriend outside the bar on a Saturday night. Get back in there with your girls and enjoy your weekend because this guy is only... Only temporary anyway. Okay, let's talk about drinking and mind-altering drugs. Ready? Yeah. Uh, look, going out and having cocktails is great. Going out on a date with a little cocktail maybe to ease the situation, good. When you start heavily drinking with someone you're dating, that's when the wheels fall off the truck. Yep. Yes. Because bad that's... Decisions. It's bad decisions. I've been there. High I'm, emotions. I'm telling you right now, because being drunk brings out stuff that shouldn't be out there. It's right. not real. Maybe it's too real. Watch your drinking when you're dating someone. <laughs> Seriously. In life in general, that's a good rule. 
Nah, no, you can be drunk elsewhere. Okay. But anyway, oh. uh, yes. I think people should really, really pay attention to, like, the advice I would give someone. Obsession, even though you might think it's really cute when someone's obsessed with you, it's not cute. It turns crazy. Mm-hmm. There, Like, people need to understand what emotional abuse is, and that is somebody calling you 80 times in a row when they can't get a hold of you. Right. Yelling at you about what you're wearing, like, all kinds of things. And I know a lot of younger girls, myself included, was like, oh, he likes me so much. No, he's crazy. Not cool. Well, yeah. I mean, he may have issues he's dealing with, and he's using your energy to, like, power him up, and yes. that's not cool. Right. Not cool at all. Run, yeah. ladies. Run from that one. Hey, Frog, what's up? Careful to not lose your own identity, because the things that make you who you are, that's what made the person attracted to you in the first place. I Don't know. completely mm-hmm. revolve your life around that other person. Because then you become much less interesting. And you I'm have glad nothing you said to talk this. about. That's true, yeah. Because you know what? I'm going through this right now. When I first met Alex, I had a messed up, messy closet. And now he's trying to change me and make me clean it up. Not cool. No, no. you fell in love with the crazy closet guy. Yeah, yeah. you did. And now I don't trying- think the messy closet's why he loved you. No, no, it is. <laughs> That's funny. To me, it's funny. Yeah, do you have a sense of humor? Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers, or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern-day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. Oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true, and I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things, and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a a different aspect of my life now. So, 
How'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Elvis Duran and the Morning Show. You know what? Sometimes I'm like, "Mm, maybe I should have gone to one or two of these high school reunions, but I never went. (laughs) When I was in high school, no one really liked me. I didn't like them. I mean, we... (laughs) You know, I, I was I was not one of the popular guys or mm-hmm. whatever. I, after high school, for me, I, don't, I can't speak for you, but after after high school, for me, was when life began. Okay. Yeah, and, definitely. But Lisa, Froggy's wife, Lisa, you you you're still good friends with people you went to high school with, correct? I am. <laughs> right. And uh, a whole I, lot of them. I admire that. And for anyone who still has friends, I have one friend I still talk to from high school. That's yeah. it. One. Uh, what about you, Danielle? Um, I don't think I talked to. Uh, no, no, no. I do. I have one friend that I talked to from high school. Yeah, and Gandhi, do you have a lot of high school friends you still talk to? I actually do have a handful of friends from high school I still talk to, but I still wouldn't be down for the reunion thing. That's yeah. the, that's the handful I want to talk to. You just want a reunion on your terms with the people you want to hang out with. Yes. So, so Lisa, there was a high school reunion uh, this past weekend, and you just couldn't wait to get over there to go to this reunion, right? Right. It was wonderful. Um. So yes, I went to this reunion and it, you know, it's funny. There was, yes, you have the guy that, you know, the super hot guy that was it in high school, middle school. So I walk in, I'm standing there and I'm, I I just walk in, I'm getting ready to walk up to him. This girl steps right in front of me and she's like, I went to prom with him. And I'm like, I don't give a, you know what that she did. was like okay and then I walk over to him and she's eyeing me up and down and I'm like thinking to myself because I'm talking to him about stuff and it was a great conversation I hadn't seen him in a while and she's looking me up and down and I'm like so I of course made the conversation even more you know eccentric and fun and and she's just looking me up and down I'm like girl it has been over 30 years since you've been to prom with him you need to get over it no, okay hold on I know you wanted to say that but did you say that to her or did you just kind of move along like I, I don't want to start a fight with this woman well, I didn't move along, but I just kind of gave her evil looks, and then I was taking <laughs> selfies with him just to piss her off whoa, even whoa, whoa, whoa. more. Were you, were you trying to pick up <laughs> this dude at, at, at the reunion? No. <laughs> dude, what is, I wasn't okay. there, by the way. Okay, so okay, let's let's talk years now. You said it, it's it's been over thirty years since you guys all graduated from high school. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. That, okay. Yes. <laughs> and still, I mean, is she dating this guy? Is she married to him? I mean, what's her affiliation with this guy now? I think she's just maybe wanting to date him. I don't think they were dating at all. It's just like she was just moving in like a like a cougar on her territory. And I'm like, girl, I am not trying anything here. I was so pissed off. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to make what? it even worse for you. And I- <laughs> this is why I don't want to go to any reunions. Exactly. There's so many, there's, there are so many people who are still living Seriously. in their high school frame of mind. They, they're still yes. there. Yeah. It's, what the oh heck? Oh, my God. Oh, it was right. mind-blowing. I just couldn't believe the looks she was giving me. I'm like, you got to be kidding me, right? I said, I should have really done this outfit up a lot better than that if I'd known this was going to go down. Oh, my God. <laughs> so she she was cutting you off. How dare you talk to this guy you haven't seen in over 30 years because I went to prom with him. All so right. ridiculous. I agree with Gandhi. This is why high school reunions, no thank right. you. Yeah, count but, me out. So a lot of people say, well, what business 
did Lisa have talking to this guy at the reunion to begin with? Wouldn't Froggy be mad? No, you're at a reunion. Uh, you're you're at a reunion. I, I got what? some Persians. Oh, oh, oh come really? on, man. Okay. Well, let me go ahead and pull up my pork sandwich and listen to what you have to <laughs> yes. say. Yeah. All right. Did, were you friends with this guy before last Saturday night? Yes. Oh, you were? Oh, yeah. Okay, so you were friends with him before. Oh, yeah. And so I- did you take... No, no, I didn't mean it that way. What, I, what I'm saying is, but you were taking pictures with him. You were taking pictures with him just to upset her, correct? Yeah. Of course. Are you going to say? Which is so high school. Can we be honest? That's the most high school thing ever. It is. This is this is the problem with the union. Reunions. You're going into this beehive of a beehive from the past. Right. It's like you hopped into the old school time machine. Yeah. Okay. Are you going to see him again, Lisa? Oh, I mean, probably another you know get together reunion prospect. Yeah, but nighttime soon. Okay. I just feel like if I did this, like if I went and the tables were completely turned, you'd be mad at me. Whatever. Yeah. Okay. So well, I think you wouldn't. Okay. Well, hold on now, Lisa. Let's be fair. If you knew that, well, first of all, this guy you went to take pictures with, did you have a thing with him in the past? No. No. Okay. Did you all like right. him though? No. Everybody did. Okay. He was like the hot, oh. hot guy in high school. We got that one. We got that guy. I remember That's that guy. Fine. Is he still hot though? Because that almost never happens. Yep. Yeah, true. Oh, he was super hot. Are you kidding me? Wow. He was it in middle school and high school. No, no, no. Now. now. She has one. Now. Is he still hot no, now? No, now. Yeah, he actually looks pretty good still. Okay, all right. In, okay. <laughs> okay, so if Froggy was hanging out with, let's say, the big, the popular girl from the cheerleading squad from back in the day, and she's still looking really great. She takes good care of herself, whatever. Would would you have a couple of questions or maybe an ounce of thought like, okay, what's this about? Not not at all? Uh, maybe a few. Not too many. All right. <laughs> yeah, right. Not too many. And who cares? Of course you he know, would say, but wait. of course he would say, I got her contact information. She'd be great on the show or some yeah, BS no, like that. But Lisa, you know what you'd say? You'd say, she wouldn't be talking to you if you didn't do what you do for a living. You know right. you'd say that. <laughs> wow, Daniel. There's I know her so well. I know her so well. All right, so... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Scary. What, what's your I'm, thought here? My thought is that I feel that certain people who attend high school reunions are the faction of people that have something to prove. Like if you were a misfit then or a nerd and nobody and everybody went away and re, and they didn't recognize you as becoming anything more. If you've become something now, though you you get those types of people that show up at the reunion as right. well. In addition to the beehive people that never mm-hmm. left. I oh can my see gosh, that. but but yeah. let me tell you, if I was like the ugly duckling in high school and now I am like right. hot, my ass is going to that reunion okay. and I'm like, Absolutely. that's right. So <laughs> Bingo. Is, this, is it safe to say in in Gandhi and I are the two that have have no desire to go to these things at all. None. Is it safe to say that each and every one of us, including Gandhi, including me, do still have a little bit of a thing? about the politics from high school versus now. I mean, I, I, I'll i agree. I may, I, I don't want to go because I just didn't care for them then. So why do I want to do, which means I'm still holding on to something yeah. weird. I mean, Gandhi, I loved I mean, high school. Gandhi, do you hear what I'm yeah. saying? Is there like I a little thing? I do hear what you're saying. I just, I don't know that I think you're holding on to something weird. I feel like it's more of just a, I have no desire to engage in something that I don't care about anymore. Right. I don't, I don't know. I yeah. feel like I just, I don't care about a huge faction of the people. I mean, no offense, but I, with social media anymore, I keep in touch with the people I want to keep in touch with. I right. know what's going on. If I want to see those people, I will see those people. The people who I know are up to, you know, whatever they're up to. I'm just not interested. I had in lack it. of acceptance. 
and now I want to show them that I am accepted. Really? So oh, scary. Are you wow. going to roll up in your Maybach that you rented for the night? <laughs> have deep-rooted issues from the past. I want to be like, you know what? I can get that girl now. Really? Okay. Can you, though? Can you? I I had a great time, and I was lucky. I had the best time in high school, and I had the best, I had so much fun, so many friends, so many great teachers, but I still don't talk to them. I got to admit, I was telling Gandhi off the air, there are Mm -hmm. a couple of people that I wish I could still keep in touch with that I can't, that I've tried to find and I can't find anymore. Um, So, you know, that's one thing, but. So, So Lisa, why did you go to the high school reunion? What was your reason for going? Stop it. Because I was always everybody's friend in the fat girl in high school, and I wanted to go back. Good for you. Good for you, Good Lisa. For you. Then, then I hope it made you feel good. It did. It did. Yep. Good. It did, you know what? There was a time where the guy who I really wanted in high school, the hawk, I'm not even going to say his name, that every girl wanted, I actually met in a bar years later, and he found out what I did, and he started talking to me. And at that point, it was my turn to say, oh, it's been so nice talking to you. Why well, no, but away. keep in Bye. mind, Danielle. But Danielle. <laughs> You, see, no, no, no. See, this is where it's not fair because he may have been a jackwad in high school. He may be a really sweet, interesting guy now. Oh, well, too bad. Mm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got to go talk to Jeff on line 24. Jeff's run into some people from high school. Hey, Jeff, talk about the people you've uh, run into from high school. Hey, guys. Good morning. Good morning, sir. Morning. Well, I'm a correction officer. It's just funny running into people that I went to high school with. In prison on the oh. other side of the bars. Oh, oh. Okay. oh. Well, yeah, that's a different a, scenario. <laughs> a few of those. Yeah, Did you yeah. ever? Typically, the uh, the cool kids who were always cutting class or hanging out wow. on the bleachers or whatnot. Did and you kind of know back then that that was going to happen? Like, yeah, I'm going to see them behind we, bars. Yeah, we day. saw that coming. <laughs> oh, you, you could tell. You could tell. Yeah, that was definitely <laughs> something that you could see happening. Wow. Right. Well, there you go. So, I mean. Let's be honest. I mean, high schools, people spread out and do different things. And I, my favorite story, Jeff, is like that one guy or sometimes a woman or girl from high school who turned out to like be this crazy, crazy felon. I mean, out there robbing banks and pulling off stuff you never would have dreamed they would Damn. be doing. But we all oh, change. No. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Hi, Jeff. Thanks for calling. I'm glad you're on the right the right side of the bars there. That's pretty right. cool. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, Gandhi, what's up? So there are, you know, like reunion pages online and stuff. So I popped into my high school's reunion page for, I'd say I was there for five minutes. One person hit me with the, well, 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 Hollywood's here. Left. I'm out. Don't want to be any part of that. Oh, my gosh. No. That's yeah. so rude. It is rude. Like, what well, is okay, this? Listen, is guys, nice? we, gotta, we have to move on. But this texture is really very... They're actually doing a great job in describing what I'm feeling. They say, I think there's always unfinished business, positive or negative. I think we all have a bit of trauma that sometimes need healing. And it really isn't only a high school thing. I mean, you can actually talk to anyone um, who's in therapy or therapist or people who are very knowledgeable when it comes to to, uh, psychotherapy, this and that. There are so many things that happen to us when we're kids mm-hmm. that we just don't really remember, but happen to us that have molded us into the way we think about certain things in life that can be bad for us. And you, you got to keep in mind, high school is still at that early enough stage where those things are still happening. Maybe you were shunned at high school. Maybe you thought you were the outcast. Maybe you, maybe whatever, a million different things, a million one different things happened to you in high school or when you were uh, a preteen or you were a kid. And you're still holding on to these things. And those are the good and bad things who, that make us who we are today. 
They are. Yeah. The great things that you can look in the mirror and congratulate yourself on, and you're a good person when it comes to this, this, and this. You know, you learned a lot of this way back when without you even knowing you were learning about it. Yeah. So I can see how high school and reunions play an important part in that. The Mercedes-Benz Interview Lounge. I've come here and eaten half a burrito. I didn't even like take a nibble and I just look at me. What's wrong with me? (laughs) What's wrong with me? From the versatile EQB to the sublime EQS sedan, Mercedes-Benz makes electric extraordinary. The vehicles are all electric. The feeling is all Mercedes. The choice is all yours. Learn more at mbusa.com slash EQ. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. This is Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. Whoa! All right, there are unwritten rules in life we need to be following. Right, yeah. For instance, if, if you're at the table and we're passing around a plate full of, you know, slices... And there's only one left. I can't take it. I never take it. And I always judge the people who just take it without asking everyone oh. else if they want to split it or if they want some of it. I'm like, who are you? Or they say, anyone else going to eat this? Because you know the answer is going to be, no, you take it. Right. So it's like, you know. I think it should always be, does someone want to split this with me? Yeah. Nate, if, if you, you borrow someone's car, Nate, you put gas back in it. Three <laughs> times you borrowed it. I, okay, I've learned that. It Come took on, me three Nathaniel. times to learn it, well, but well, I learned it. It's too late. You know, you're going to get your own car now. Okay, uh, Let's see. Let's go to line 21. Uh, Ayana, I hope I'm saying her name right. Is this Ayana? Is that how you say your name? Good morning. It's Ayana. You were close oh, Okay, Ayana. That makes sense. Calling from Philly, listening to Q102. So, uh, oh, you have bathroom etiquette in the the uh, unwritten rules of life list. Go ahead. Okay, so mine is, if you are at someone's house, you know, family, friends, whatever, and you have to use the bathroom, and if you know you're going to be in there for a little while... Um, you know, flush a couple times, um, you know, maybe carry your own little spray because at the end of the day, again, you're at someone's house and if there's people in there and like, say, I got to go, I don't want to go in the bathroom behind you and smell what just came out of you. Yeah. I got you. Very good point. Courtesy flush. I don't want to see like the little leftovers in the toilet. I don't understand that. Who in their right mind doesn't turn around and look to make sure? I don't know. I mean, I I work at an animal hospital, and, like, we have, like, a public bathroom, and I've definitely walked in the women's bathroom a couple times and definitely have seen where some people were like, oh, I'm done. Dump and go. Yeah. 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 No, leave a clean bowl. It's it's simple. Oh, so you just forgot to flush. Like, even though you just went, you forgot to flush. All right. Very good. Ayana, Ayana, we got to remember when you know the other people may use that bathroom unless they board it up and condemn it when you're done. <laughs> you know. All right, Ayana, thanks for listening to us. Have a, have a great day, okay? Uh, Michelle, line twenty four. It's more toilet stuff. You know, the unwritten the rules. We should just have the, the toilet edition. Uh, hello, Michelle. How are you? <laughs> That's a good idea. Hi, how are you? We're okay. So, uh, yeah, go ahead. So, if the toilet doesn't flush, then you got to do something about it because it's like gross. Okay, thanks. <laughs> Well, no, you see, you can't call us and say that. What do you mean, dude? What, well, what, what would, would you, you do? do? Like, what do you Michelle? do? Scoop it out? Like, yeah, what do you do? do, you do? Something, anything. All right, anything. Michelle, you're, you're not helping. Thank you. <laughs> you know, no, I need answers. What about like walking and riding escalators and elevators, or not elevators, but escalators? Like, if you're going to just stand there, I think you have to stand to the right and let the people on yes. the left pass you. There's etiquette. Isn't there etiquette? I think so, but I, I run into right. it all the time where people don't do it. For instance, at the airport, the uh, walkway, the moving yes. walkway, 
It's a walkway. Right. It's not a standway. For no. a reason. It's a walkway. Scary has one. Yes, Scary. Yeah. Never assume a woman is pregnant. Oh, oh yeah. God, yeah. That's a huge one. For I've me. done that too. I've done that. I did that. that once. I'll never do it again. Oh. One time I touched someone's belly, Ah! and I thought that she was, like, pregnant, pregnant, and she had just had the baby, and as soon as I touched her belly, I knew it. I was like, oh, my God, I'm such an idiot right now. That's what happened to me. Yeah. I was in a maternity store, right? And the woman was (laughs) shopping, and and she had the little bulge, and I go, oh, when are you due? And she says, oh, I just had the baby. Oh, oh my God. God. That's okay, but that's easy to explain. If you, but if you've been nowhere near pregnant, right? <laughs> oh, man, it's time for me to wake up. Yeah, get up. Uh, Froggy, do you have one? I don't know. No, I'm the same way with the cookies. I told you over the weekend, my son. There was one cookie left in the pack. I wanted that last Tate's cookie, and he ate it. And he said, "Oh, there was only one left. I ate it and threw it away." Yeah. No, you don't eat the last cookie. It's mine. Oh, can we talk about uh, etiquette on a plane when you're getting off yes. of a plane? Because yeah. I think that this should be something ingrained in everyone. There's an order. The way you're getting off the plane, just let every seat go as it is. Don't be the person in the back of the plane who tries to run up to the front with oh, all your suitcases. Yes. That's so rude. I don't understand why. If everyone just let the people in front of them go, it would go quickly. Yep. So I have more on my list. Don't start drama at a funeral. Oh, uh, that's good. That's good. <laughs> chew with your mouth closed. Mm-hmm. Scary. So, okay. Guilty. Yeah, don't play loud music in public. Oh, don't eat my leftovers in the refrigerator without asking right? me. Oh. If you're borrowing something for the third time, buy one of your own. Oh, that's a good one. How you like that one? Oh. Uh, yeah, there's one for Nate. You borrowed my car three times. <laughs> that's the buy three times rule. <laughs> oh, here's one for Gandhi. If someone yes. shows you a photo on their phone, don't swipe left or right. Just look at that phone. Absolutely. The, the, look at that picture. Don't look left or right. I'm a monster. Oh, another one. If you're waiting for the elevator, the door opens. You let the people off before you get on. Yes. Right. All right. You with me? And yes. don't yes. stand right by the elevator when the door is open so that the people trip over you when they're coming Exactly. Out. Don't leave your shopping cart in the middle of the aisle when you're bending down to get that can of pork and beans or whatever no. it is. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Move over to the side. Uh, line 21 is, is uh, Geraldine, I believe. Yeah, Geraldine. Oh, yeah, Geraldine. Yeah, how are you? I, th- I agree with you on this one wholeheartedly. Go right ahead. Oh, when people are driving in the fast lane and you see me and everyone else passing you, but you still stay in the fast lane, move over. Move yeah. over. Yeah, move over. That's why it's the fast lane. Don't be slow. It's a passing lane. <laughs> Keep that in mind. You can only use that lane to pass people. Yes. Right. All right? Exactly. I'm with you, Jeremy. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Stay in the right lane unless you're passing. <laughs> Devin on line four. Let's go over there. The hello, rules. ladies. Hello, lady. Hello, Devin. What's going hello, on? Hello, hello, hello. So hello. mine is um, when you open the door for somebody and they don't say thank you. Oh. It's my biggest pet peeve. I can yes. never stand it when I open the door and I just, you know, it's just a common gesture and they just walk right by. Do you ever <laughs> say you're welcome? Oh, yes, I do all the time. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, know. every time you say something snarky, you say you're welcome and they yep. just keep going. And yep. they keep going. It's like they don't even acknowledge or they just look back. And then Excellent. they keep going. Yep. I agree. <laughs> say thank you. Don't be a dick. And they say, whoa, you raised in a barn? Like my dad always yeah, says. Yeah, exactly. Thank you, Devin. Have a great day. I love this text from the South. Southern Etiquette 101, even if your house is spotless, always apologize for the mess. Oh, my God. <laughs> I love that one. That is so genteel. Elvis Duran. He just keeps what? opening his mouth. And the morning show. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. 
We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia, starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. i never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for deliverance. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. <laughs> oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed, And to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Don't answer the phone, Elvis Duran. The Elvis Duran phone tap. We received a letter that said, Dear Elvis, my brothers own a video store. And they're constantly playing jokes on other people, including their customers. Wouldn't it be great if Mr. Michael Oppenheimer could call them at the video store selling them anything, whatever. Danny and David have no patience and they have quick tempers. Wouldn't it be hysterical to finally get them back for all the pranks they've pulled? This uh, comes to us from Desiree. All right, here we go. Let me map it out for you. Scary starts the call as Mr. Oppenheimer. And David is the first victim. And then Dan gets on the phone and he's the second victim. And their sister Desiree is listening in. Here we go. Mr. Michael Oppenheimer calls the video store. This is a video store, right? Yes. yes the video store. Here we go. Yes. Good afternoon. This is Mr. Michael Oppenheimer with the Sleepy Hollow Vista Buena Holiday Villa and Timeshare Company. How are you doing today, sir? Um. I'm good right now, actually. I can't even talk about it because I'm at work. We here at Sleepy Hollow Vista Buena are running a deal this week where we give you 10% off should you be interested in one of our timeshare villas. Okay, let me explain something to you. I'm trying to run a business just as you are. Then can I speak to Mr. Barrero, please? Mr. Barrero is right now busy working. So okay. if you like, you can call him 
after 9 o'clock tonight when he's off. We're not allowed to make calls after 9 o'clock at okay, night. Okay, well, then I can't help you. Sir, uh, we do... What I'm going to ask you to is not to call here any longer, okay? I didn't finish my conversation. That's okay. Okay, no, it's not okay, sir. Here's what I've been hired to do, sir. Let me just explain this really quickly. I don't quickly. need you to tell me. I don't, I don't have time. Hello, can I help you? Oh, yes. Good afternoon. This is Mr. Michael Oppenheimer with the Sleepy Hollow Vista Buena Holiday Villa and Timeshare Company. How are you doing today, sir? How can I help you? What is your name, sir? Dan Barrero. Hi, Dan. This is Mr. Michael Oppenheimer with the Sleepy Hollow... You already told me. I just I, I don't mean to be rude, but I, I'm a little rushed today. You called me at work. Oh, I got you at work. Uh, we're in Kissimmee, Florida. It's three, four minutes away from sunny Orlando, the happiest place on Earth. Tell me quickly what's the deal so I can make a decision. Uh, it's uh, to fly you and three family members down for a free vacation getaway to Disney World. How does that sound to you? And including the, f the flying down? Uh, yes, but you have to go through the three-hour tour of our facilities? Right. Let me give you my fax number. Write it down and fax it to me. So here's what I'd like to do at this time. I'd like to get your credit card number if I can. That's not going to happen. Let me read it first, and then I'll make a decision. Well, actually, sir, that's how we operate here at Sleepy Hollow. Vista okay. Buena. I'm not interested, then. Have a nice day. Mr. Hello, Mr. Video. Hello, can I help you? This is Mr. Michael Oppenheimer. I'm not interested. Please don't be short with me. We're here with the sleepy hollow Vista Buena. But I'm not interested. You're asking me for a credit card for without me even receiving information. I'm not interested. Well, the credit card is just to hold your place. There's no reason for you to hold anything for me if I haven't even read anything that I might be not interested in. And what type of credit card would you like to be using with us today? If you call me up again, I'm calling the police department on you for harassment. Hello, friend. Hello, can I help you? Oh, yes, you must have a faulty phone. We keep getting disconnected. This is Mr. Michael Oppenheimer. Mr. Barrero, please. This is the person who's harassing me on the phone right now. Mike. Even though you told him, no, he's still calling again? Yes, this is him again. Do you want the police to come to you? Yes, and I want to make a report against him. Can you please say your name again, please? This is Mr. Michael Oppenheimer. And he's still saying it? You hear him. Where are you from so you could tell the operator? I'm please? with the Sleepy Hollow Vista Buena Holiday Villa and Timeshare Company here in Kissimmee, Florida. And he's trying to solicit my credit card, even though I've told him not oh to. Oh, boy. They'll be there as soon as possible, okay? Can you take his information down, please? What's your, what's your last name, sir? Oppenheimer. Oh, okay. Hey, Dan. I want to put you on the phone with somebody. Hi, Danny. Who is this? This is my secretary. Her name is Desiree. <laughs> You've been phone tapped! Dan, <laughs> this is Scary Jones, and you've been phone tapped. you got to be kidding me, right? <laughs> Do you know I have NYPD police officers making a report right now? Ah! The Elvis Duran phone tap. This phone tap was pre-recorded with permission granted by all participants. The Elvis Duran phone tap, only on Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. Hey, let's talk about unpopular opinions. Uh, I got this off BuzzFeed. Cold weather is better than warm weather. Anyone? No. No. That's a lie. No. I, I like cold weather. Yeah, I agree with you. <gasps> But it's, but it's better than warm weather? Yes. For you? What? Yeah. Yes. Poop. Okay, it's okay. It's okay. It's not the end of the world that he likes cold weather over warm weather. It's okay. It just makes Let's it let wrong, that go. but it's okay. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up, Froggy. 37% of people agree that cold weather is better than warm weather. That means more people like warm weather. Uh, Nickelback is actually a pretty good band. Yeah. Anyone? No. Dear God, no. <laughs> No, I've had arguments with my boyfriend about this because lately we've been listening to like old station streaming and he's all about like Nickelback and Smash Mouth and stuff that's just embarrassing. He loves it. Okay. 
50%, about 48% actually agree that uh, Nickelback is actually a pretty good oh. band. Uh, okay, the show Friends is overrated. Agree yes. or disagree? Yeah. Agree. Yes. Disagree. Totally. Disagree. See, I disagree too. I, I, I never was a huge fan of Friends, but I do think if you liked it, you loved it. Third, only 37% believe it was overrated. Uh, oh, here's one that I've changed my tune on. Tomatoes are bad and ruin sandwiches. Oh, no, I, I, uh, I think they're bad. I agree. They, they wet it. They wet the sandwich. Yeah. It's they, yucky. It's soggy and a sandwich. weird consistency. Yeah. I, I used to <laughs> detest raw tomato. And now the other day I ate an entire tomato in a day. I, I just snacked on a tomato. I yeah. don't know where it came what from. You, Is it an old salt thing? on it? Have you ever oh, put a little yeah. salt yep. on it and snacked on yep. it? That's delicious. Yeah. I have found that a slice of tomato on my hamburger makes it very juicy. Uh, 35% believe that tomatoes are bad and ruin sandwiches, which is low. Uh, here's one I don't understand. Maybe you can enlighten me. Putting a period at the end of a text makes it seem more aggressive. Yes. No. I think so. Well, it just seems it seems more deliberate because you have to kind of go out of your way. If it's the only sentence that you're sending, you sort of have to punctuate it or hit the space bar twice. So it's a deliberate thing that seems very final, like a pert sentence. Right. Mm. What do you, What about you, Scary? I see an exclamation point as more ex- aggressive. Like when you do exclamation point, I think period is just it's period. Fine. I, I do see no when I write F you is very aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Uh, well, here's the thing. You may be surprised. 51% of people agree that putting a period at the end of a sentence, a text sentence, is aggressive. I didn't know that many people had a problem with it. Wow. Huh. Yeah. Huh. Orange juice is better with pulp. Yes. Oh, yes. yes. No yes. way. No way. Pulpless. You don't like your pulp? You're no, pulpless? I hate the pulp. It makes me feel weird. Like, what is that? Oh, it shouldn't be in my make mouth. make you feel... How does it feel? It makes you, <laughs> your mouth feel weird. Yeah. Well, wait, wait. Can we can we ask the same about peanut butter? Crunchy or smooth? See, I smooth. can't stand crunchy. Yeah. yeah I don't crunchy like that to crunchy. me is it's like ants in my mouth or bugs in my mouth. <laughs> yeah, it takes yeah. too long to get rid of those peanuts. But anyway, orange juice is better with pulp. Only forty one percent agree. So more 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 people yeah. don't like the pulp. Uh, yeah. Making the bed is a pointless chore. No. No, I think it's important. I think when you make your bed in the morning, it sort of just sets the rest of the day up for success. You've already done something. And then when you come home, it looks good. You feel better. The air circulating in your house. Make your bed. 100%. I'm with so you're saying. So you're saying, look at look at him over there, that unsuccessful schlub. Obviously, he doesn't make his bed. Yes, my assumption. <laughs> okay. Yes. Okay. That guy doesn't make his bed. Now here's, now here's an interesting one. The letter Q isn't necessary and should be removed from the alphabet. Yes. Why? Really? It can be replaced with a KW, which makes letters look cooler anyway, and it should just be that way. The Q is weird. I don't like it in cursive. I got to say, see, being a gay guy, I like the Q. LGBT, okay. It would look weird if it was LGBT KW. <laughs> 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 Only 23% agree that the Q is not necessary. And finally, no. oh, that's you it. You can't that's sing the I alphabet have. song without the Q. It just sounds wrong. It's just not cool. Not fun. S-T-U-V. 
KWRS. Yeah. Jennifer sent us a text. Let's go talk to her on 24, Scary. Hey, Jennifer, unpopular opinion. What do you have? I hate the smell of fresh cut grass. <gasps> what? Love that smell. You know what? I like the smell, but I know it's going to produce a sneeze. But oh yeah. Is it because of, is I it because of allergies, it. or you just don't like the smell? What? what, what it's just, no, is it smell too grassy? Smell. Yeah, I don't know why. I just it just is disgusting to me. And people always talk about, oh, I love the smell of fresh cut grass, and well. <laughs> uh, they used to have candles. The candles called fresh cut grass. But yeah, I, yep. the problem isn't the fact that you don't like fresh cut grass. The problem is the, the way people respond, just like Gandhi just did. She was like, What? <laughs> you don't like fresh cut grass? Well, well, Gandhi. It smells it's, it's like okay. childhood. How can you yeah. hate that? Yeah. Hey, what about. <laughs> Wait, hold what on. About what about toys? Uh, what, what, love, love, love the plastic. But back, hold on, Jennifer. What is it about fresh cut grass that makes you makes you sick, or you don't like it? I don't know. It just has a terrible smell. I just don't know why. <laughs> I don't know what. I don't even know what's appealing about it. It just okay. And All right. you know, it's like I don't know. Mm. I just hate in the summertime when you see somebody mowing and it's the smell and wow. Yeah. And that's it. okay. Yeah. We're we're going. You can love it. You can hate it. One man's <laughs> fresh cut grass is another man's smells like ass. Hey, <laughs> all right, all right, Jennifer. I love you. Thank you for listening. Have have a beautiful day. Thank okay, you. pool. The the plastic smell from pool toys I love, huh. but they say yeah. that if you sniff enough of it, your brain will rot. Is this true? Really? Or? Yeah, That's, that, that sounds about right. Smell. Oh, you're saying like that the, smell. like new car smell. You love that new car smell when you get in there. They said if your car always smell like that, eventually your brain's gonna turn to mush. <laughs> That's why. Why does that smell go away? Like why? Why doesn't it always smell like that? Like I don't understand. Well, because it's because it's like you know when you fart, it, it smells for a minute, then it goes away. It smells <laughs> dissipate. They do. <laughs> But that's okay. different. That was a great explanation. <laughs> I know. I don't think well, that's I don't know. the same. I, I mean, I mean, it's actually now. Correct me if I'm wrong. Straight Nate, you're the smart one. Yeah. Uh, smells are actually particles in the air that you're smelling, and eventually they dissipate. That's why the smell goes away. That's why sharticles go away. Yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> Thanks. Okay, you can go back to your calls. Okay, bye. That's great. Look at all the people texting in. <laughs> Unpopular opinion: Oreos do not taste good. What? Oh, what? Unpopular <laughs> opinion: Morning. Let me get through these. Morning sex is not that good. You have bad breath, no deodorant, you have to pee the whole time. What? Unpopular opinion: Pumpkin spice lattes are gross. Yeah. Oh. I hate the letter Q. It's simply an O with a kickstand. <laughs> Unpopular opinion. Birthday cake and ice cream should not mix. Love the smell of gas. Popular opinion. Unpopular opinion. Pennies are useless. I agree. Are we done with pennies? No no offense to the one of the greatest presidents ever. But he's still on a $5 bill. Lincoln has his place. He's good. Unpopular opinion. The Backstreet Boys are better. Mm, Very true. There you have it. Uh, Line 23. Is uh, Israel. Hello, Israel. Welcome to the show. What's your unpopular opinion? Hi, good morning, guys. Hello, lady. Well, hello, hello lady. lady. What's going on with you? What's going on with you? I like pineapple on my pizza. 
<gasps> Me too. Nobody. Oh, good. Nobody likes it. Pineapple ham, pineapple pepperoni, pineapple Canadian bacon, all of that. Wow. A lot of people do like that. Absolutely. It makes it. It but, makes it juicy. But you're not mad at me for not liking it, right? We can we can agree to let you have all the pineapple ham pizza you want, and I'll keep my hands off. It's all yours. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I love everybody. People are, people don't like me because I like my pineapple on my pizza. Oh. No, we like I it. Get, I got all the we, crap for that. We do like you. No, no. I think we should stop canceling people because they like pineapple on their pizza. Just because you don't want to eat it. I mean, like I can give you a list of a few things I refuse to eat. But it doesn't mean I don't like you because you eat it, Froggy. All right. Well, thanks for listening to us, Israel. I appreciate it. All right. Love you guys. Thank you. Love you too, man. Thanks for listening. What's scary? Um, I have an unpopular opinion, and I've said it yes. before. James, yes. James Corden's carpool karaoke is not funny and pointless. Oh, my I don't, gosh. I want to – I don't know. If I could smack your face right now, I is. would. There it is. It is so Maybe brilliant and oh. – it's run its course. It, I think it, no. it's run its course. I agree. No, it has what, not. What, It has not. This is an unpopular opinion, and people always get mad at me, but I say it every time. The Beatles suck. What? They're overrated, <gasps> and nobody cares. Oh, my God, Froggy. Oh my, are you nuts? Are you crazy? Uh, you know what, Froggy? I got to say, just like tomatoes, there was a time I didn't like the Beatles. I, I actually liked their music now. I don't know. I'd rather listen to screeching cats lick their buttholes. That's what oh, I'd rather listen okay. to. How do they what does lick their like? buttholes while they're screeching? That's kind of they just do talent. Can you imagine? Imagine a cat's mouth is right there at its anal cavity and it's going lick 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 lick. And that's what Froggy yes. would like to listen to. Correct. It's a visual. <laughs> hey Danielle, this texture mayonnaise is nasty. Should never be made again. Thank you. I agree. <laughs> uh, avocados taste like dirt. All unpopular opinions. <gasps> Oh Tom God. Brady is overrated. Sorry, Froggy, this person says. Mm, Not true. Well, <laughs> well, you, can, Super you can disagree. Okay. The smell uh, uh, the smell of gas, fresh fresh uh, pumped gas. You like yeah. that smell? Oh, yeah, I love that smell. Now, here's one I sort of agree with. Sometimes talking on the phone is better than texting. You know, don't you ever get into a text conversation? You're like, screw it. And you just call them and go, look, this is easier. Yes. Let's just talk this. Yep. Out. Yeah. There you have it. Unpopular and the person you've been texting with for 10 minutes doesn't answer the phone. You're like, look, jackass, I know you got the phone in your hand. Just answer it. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, line 24 is Jamie. Hi, Jamie. What's going on? Hi. Not much. Just driving to work. <laughs> now, Jamie, what's your unpopular opinion? French fries are totally overrated. I don't get it. French fries? You don't like them? <laughs> what is it you don't care for no, about I French mean, fries? I, I think maybe it's just the fry, the fried part of it. I don't know. Every time I'm, everyone offers me a French fry, and then I'm like, eh, I don't really like those. They freak out. Wow. That's it. It's how people, it's how people <laughs> react to the fact you don't like French fries. It's like, okay, yeah. so you don't like yeah, French fries. It's I mean, more like, for us. I don't We're like fine. them. Yeah. They're like, how can you not okay. like French fries? They're the best. Uh, I don't get it. <laughs> Jamie, you're safe with us. No problem. And have a great drive and have a great day at work, okay? Thank you. The Brooklyn Boys Podcast. Oh, Joe Gatto's in the studio, and he said scary and Brody. Scary and Brody. You guys should put it together. Breary. Breary. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you don't want to be scrody. <laughs> no, no, no. Listen to the Brooklyn Boys podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Elvis Duran and the Morning Show. 
Hey, it's Nicki Minaj. What's up? It's the Kid Leroy. This is Rihanna. Hey, this is Lady Gaga. Ooh. You're listening to Elvis Duran and the Morning Show. You know, a lot of people listening are carpooling. Hi, carpool people. Hi. There you go. Whoever's driving, you're hosting your own party every morning. You have our show on. Hi. And of course, you know, you turn us up so people will shut up in the car. You don't want to hear them. <laughs> Here we are. So yeah, carpooling. I, I know that, so Scary, you and Garrett and Jamie and Gandhi carpool together. Is it every day? Um, so yeah, I mean, Scary will bring in, so those are the people who have carpools, but Scary brings Andrew, Sam, and me. Every morning, yeah. just about. Yes. Oh, mm-hmm. I thought it was a different car. So how many carpools do we have rolling every morning? A lot. There's a lot of different okay. carpools. Yeah. But my carpool is Sam, Andrew, and Gandhi in the morning, and then on the way home, same. Mm. Okay, Sam, so Andrew, Scary, you're, you're always the one driving? Always. Always yeah. my okay. car, and yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, well... Even though you, the argument could be made that you where you're going to drive it anyway, you might as well let your friends come with you. Right. But but if you let's say Scary gets a, a speeding ticket, right, or whatever ticket, running mm-hmm. a red light, whatever. Yeah. Don't you agree that everyone in the carpool should split it and pay it? I say yes. People wait, don't seem to agree with me. Wait, 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 wait. A speeding no. ticket? It's not their no. fault that he's speeding. Unless right. And if he had to drive saying, in anyways. Yeah. Let's Gandhi's like, drive faster, drive faster. I mean, you know what I mean? Which I never am because he's driving terrifying. Yeah, how is that their fault? Like, if Scary had to drive to work anyway, then why is that their problem? Because. because, Yeah, go ahead, Gandhi. Well, I think he's taking the risk every single day. We don't drive ever. So there is a chance that if we were driving, maybe we would be speeding at some point. Maybe we would be doing something wrong, accidentally run a stop sign or a red light or whatever. We're never going to know because he takes that risk every day and we don't. So well, I feel like we should just in the good spirit of team you know, wow. unity. I agree with you, but th- there is another argument. Let's say you're in the back of a cab and the cab speeds and he gets a ticket. Well, no. you're not going to pay that ticket. No, I don't know him. No. I it's do different. think you should be paying for gas. Like, I think everyone should be chipping in for gas. Well, yes. And I splitting think, the toll, too. I think yeah. it's super considerate uh, that you guys would offer the ticket. Now, paying half the ticket. I know that when I've gotten a parking ticket, uh, Sam has Venmoed me half sometimes. Gandhi has Venmoed me half. Uh, the speeding ticket, I do think I should take responsibility for. Now, right. as far as gas goes, sometimes they'll, they'll buy me gas. They'll insist on putting their credit card over there. Or, oh, and there was one more thing, tolls. Nobody pays me back for tolls. No I, I, paying, I mean, no. how much I is a toll every day? Um, tolls are like $12, $14 to get in the city these days. It's expensive. Is expensive. that the cover charge we're paying? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's But I don't ask for it, and nor do I expect it. But sometimes someone will give me a gift. Sometimes, I believe mean, Sam gave me a gift once for Christmas. I'm like, what are these okay. sneakers for? And she goes, well, because you drive me in every okay, day. Okay, good, good, good. Yeah. That's so nice. that's good. Okay. I like that. Yeah. Okay, let's yeah. say you all go out partying, and one of you says, well, you know, I tell you what, I'm not going to drink tonight. I'm going to be your designated driver. We're going out. You go out, you party, you get a little dizzy, but your driver's still sober. Good. Take us home. Gets a speeding ticket. Don't you think you should all, you should all chip in? Yes. For sure. No. Yes. For sure. No. Yes. Why, not, why not, Frog? Because you didn't tell him to speed. Like, at that point, he's made that decision on his own, and he got the speeding ticket. He didn't get the speeding ticket because he was driving us home. Maybe. Maybe he was hurrying to get you out of the car so you don't puke in his back seat. Well, yeah, I mean, he wouldn't be driving if you weren't. Making him drive as you're... Yeah, but you're not I, making but he didn't him get speed. A ticket for, he didn't get a ticket for driving. Right. He got a ticket for speeding. Unless, he chose to do that. Unless the people in the car with him are like on top of him and yelling at him and making him right. drive faster for some reason. It's sad I agree with Danielle and Froggy on this, and I'm the driver, and I got the ticket. 
because it's speeding. It's on me. I really right. I have to take take right. responsibility. Yeah. I don't know if, if I if I was uh, taking you guys somewhere and I got a speeding ticket, I I would I wouldn't even after uh, the cop wrote me the ticket and I said have a nice day. And he left, and I was about to drive you wherever we're going. I wouldn't drive. I would make you get out. Yeah. Unless you pay me. <laughs> <laughs> this You're going to pay me. Ways. You're going to pay me. All right. Well, I love that we have carpools listening. To uh, to all of our carpools, we love you. Carpool people. Yeah. Love you. Carpools. It's the carpool people. You know there's fights going on in carpools. Oh, yeah. Right now, as we speak, someone's fighting in a carpool. And, 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 and being a part of a carpool is being in a relationship. So uh, you know, just because you're fighting with whoever's in the back seat and you're not speaking with them, you still have to stop by and pick them up. Of it's course, yeah. Part of your carpool relationship. What right? if you do, what if you aren't? You just forget one morning they're standing like like a dumbass well, no, waiting you for you that. to come get them. Anyway, do, do, do. I'm thinking we should do carpool court. Yes. Oh. Like whatever fight you're having, we will we will help get you out of that, that fight. We, we will figure it out. Fair and square, mm. who's in the right, who's in the wrong, and then you just move on with your carpool day. We could start a car- carpool court in here because I know that the three of us who do ride in with Scary all have the same issue, and I think everyone's too scared to speak up about it. Well, so I guess carpool court. If you um, need it. Oh, never mind. You know what? That's how it works. You know, we're live, and sometimes we got to throw it against the wall. If it doesn't stick, all right, we move on. We do, we do a phone yeah, but it sounds okay. like well, it we... sounds like Gandhi has an issue with scary. Yeah, I mean, I don't mind it. I got thick skin. What do you got to okay, say? Well, let's, let's do our own. Let's do our own okay. in-house. Okay. It's, it's kind of self-serving. I'm going it... to need Andrew and Sam to back me up on this. <laughs> okay. Uh-oh. All right. It's now time for carpool court. Carpool yeah. court. Or or ambush scary. Wow. This took a left turn. Okay. Okay. Well, so if I'm going to be the judge here, I guess I need to try to make this as fair and balanced as possible. Yes. Wish me luck. Mm. Wow. All right. <laughs> scary. This is unexpected. Yes. yes. We all love you very much for driving us around. It's so nice. Yeah. However, I've never seen a scarier, more aggressive version of you than when you're behind the wheel, and sometimes all of us are about to throw up. So we've been thinking about ways to ask you to drive more like a human being, and it's become very difficult on us. Hmm. Wow. Okay. Let's see. Let's go wow. to Andrew. Andrew, uh, wh- where are you usually positioned in? Wow. In, let me type this down. <laughs> you got to get a new like a laptop or something. So Andrew, uh, you sit. In, where are you positioned in the carpool while uh, Scary's driving? To I'm in the back seat on the right side. Wow. So if there's some crazy driving going on, the people in the back seat get extra sick, you know? And Elvis, let me tell you something. I get the hoods. <laughs> wow. So what's going on? Uh, so it's just uh, it'll be. Small things, you know, a car may pull in front of him or maybe there's no spots in the front. And that's when you just hear like him lay down on the horn and go, you a-holes, what's going on? Oh, okay, wait a minute. Hold on. Let me enter this into the aggression. (laughs) A lot. Like, really? I mean, do you get a little frightened and anxious when he's driving you and these things happen? I have clutched the side of the car on certain occasions. When we drive on the sidewalks. That's when I know I'm I'm I shouldn't be there. Yes. <laughs> wow. Yes. Scary. You drive. Okay. Well, it's not scary. It's turning you. Uh, all right. Who else wants to uh, testify? Anyone? Sam has just Sam. entered the chat. Here oh, comes wow. producer Sam. Uh, now, where do you typically sit in the uh, carpool with scary driving? I'm in the back seat. Back right. So Gandhi mm-hmm. always has the front seat. Yeah, but Gandhi always offers the front seat as well. I do. Yeah, she does. Right. <laughs> you don't scream shotgun. No. 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 <laughs> okay. All right. So okay. Uh, your point of view. Scary drives you. And you got to admit, I mean, it's a very nice thing he does for you by driving you in every day, right, Sam? Oh, yeah. I really appreciate it. Okay, go ahead. How do you feel about this? 
Um, you know, it could be a little smoother if you, since you're asking, like not complaining because wow. I'll take the ride, but you are a very aggressive driver. We have something I like to call the oh crap handle. <laughs> What's the oh crap handle? The old poop bar. It's the handle most people use to like hang clothes. I use it to hold on for dear life. <laughs> He'll like okay. race a city bus. Like the bus will pull out in a way he doesn't like. He's like, oh yeah, watch this. I'm going to burn him. I'm like, dude, it's a bus. Dude. Leave it alone. <laughs> Okay, so uh, aggression, aggression, aggression. Uh, so, uh, so is there any final thing you want to say before we uh, go to Scary, the ambushed? Again, Scary, really appreciate you. Thank you so much for driving yeah, us. You always get us everywhere on time, even it's when so we already nice leave of you late. To drive us, we're all just—we've wow. been a little vomity lately, and then wow. we're like, "Well, what if we throw up in his car? That would be bad." Wow. Should we talk to him about it? Wow. So I guess okay. Dude, this man, if I was scary, just, wow. I'll right. tell you what let, I would say right okay, now. Let me enter this text into uh, the to the record here. Hey, that's the way I drive. You're in New York. Wake up. You're getting driven. Shut the hell up. Oh. You don't have to come into <laughs> his car. You don't. You don't have to be in the car with me. No. You, know, you can't tell me I'm being an aggressive driver. Wait, is that my I text? I agree with that person. Oh, I, exactly. If but, you're driving in New York, I usually don't stick up for scary ever, but I'm sticking up for it. There's yeah. a lot of a-hole drivers Amen. out there. I said yeah. that, yeah. By the you way. Know, if, you don't, if, if you don't like it, get out of the... You bunch of whiners, get out of the car. Yeah. I'd like to All hire right. that person as my lawyer. <laughs> you're dirty. Um, wow. Right. I'm just... I'm, I'm actually... Okay. First of all, you guys are... Yeah. Well, first of all, I have not officially come to you yet, Scary. This is, <laughs> we, we, do have, we do have a way. We do things here. And now, Scary, we want to hear from you. Go yeah, ahead. Yeah, yeah. Well, this is all a surprise to me that you're ambushing me right here on the radio. Never heard never heard a peep out of any of them about any of this stuff. Because they're holding well, they the were, puke. Well, they were too scared to say anything. <laughs> you never anyway, should but, be scared. You know, it should be cool. We could have a cool conversation in the car about it. But mm-hmm. the fact that you're doing this to me now and all three of you feel this way... I agree with that, Texter. Go <laughs> after yourselves. I'm sorry if I triggered you, Snowflakes, but this is how I drive <laughs> across Brooklyn. Snowflakes if we're worried about death. Yeah, I don't it's think not that's like the right use of Snowflakes, If you're scary. worried about safety, find your own damn way to work. Well, I don't need to be driving you wow. every single day. I'm very, I, I got to okay. say, I, I agree with Scary <laughs> on this. He got that out in the open. But, but I, you if, know. if there were kids in the car and it was a really dangerous situation. Where's someone's kids? Okay. And it was a really dangerous situation. I can see, but he's uh, probably a typical New York driver uh, who drives with a little more aggression. Uh, I you got to get Danielle. there, and I would tell you to scratch your ass and find your own way. Well, and, and, and consider the source. Danielle is a worse driver than scary, so there is that. I just want to say, listen, I'm not aggressive. I'm assertive. I'm assertive. I, I was born right. in Brooklyn. I'm a New York-style driver. I do not, yeah. I don't put people in harm's no, way. That's something no, wait, aggressive no, people on, say, on. scary. Everyone, hold it. No, no, I must call, order this court. Type it in there. Order. <laughs> Order in the court. Now, you know, first of all, stop saying the way you drive is the way all New Yorkers drive. That is not true. Right. If, if all New Yorkers drove like that, it would be a crap show on the roads. Secondly, Daniel says, what if the kid's in the car? And Gandhi's right. She is someone's kid. I am. Uh, My mom and dad are not you, like you this. Should, you should then your mom people. and dad should tell you to get your own license and go drive you your own car. You should protect people in your car no matter what that their is age true. is. I, here's Only, one thing they have in common. Uh, no, I'm, I'm still speaking. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> On the other hand, it is Scary's car. He's going to drive that way whether you're in it or not. It so happens right. he let you bum a ride every single day. With door-to-door service. Door-to-door <laughs> service. So maybe you should take that into consideration consideration well we cut him some slack because well he is doing us a great service totally. as our friend he is mm, yeah i've got lots to think about here now yeah i see it as like if you if, if you hired an uber for example and you didn't like the way he drives you would not take that uber again this is your uber 
if you don't like the way your Uber driver's driving, then go get another ride to work right. or yeah, find a way can, there. He doesn't have to change what he's doing. We can doing. report an Uber. We're just trying to nicely say mm -hmm. we don't want to throw up in your car. That's yeah. Okay, well, in this court of law, I really don't see if there's any damages to pay and there, there's no there's n there's no outcome other than scary you are scaring them just take that into I'm consideration sorry, but th this trio is from suburbia they all they don't grow up where we grew up i'm from brooklyn scary back off scary, we all live park. in the same neighborhood you should see the kind of tight spots i get myself into but you also drive down one way streets it's true. <laughs> the opposite way and on sidewalks well that's wait, not good scary wait, he drives on, wait hold good. on he drives on sidewalks and he goes the wrong way down one way street yes, yes. if he, if there's no parking oh, spot no. He'll turn around and be like, F this, and just start driving down. Now, let me guess. Is Scary the guy who takes that quick right and that quick left on West Broadway? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes, <laughs> Which is one block from the first precinct, may I? <laughs> All right. So there's really nothing I can do here other than say, hey, he is doing you a favor every day. Yes. But yes. on the other hand, these are your friends and your coworkers, and they do feel that maybe for your own protection and protection of the people that you're almost hitting, uh, that you, you could slow down a little bit. Okay. Well, you guys all wear your seatbelts, right? We all yes. do. Okay, immediately. that's cool. I'm, I care for their safety, uh, yeah. Judge Crock. I'd be an ass, Gary, and I'll, next time I'd be like, meow, meow, even more, <laughs> with them in the car. It's not possible yeah. to do more. It's not possible. It's wow. like bumper car. It's like bumper bowling, but with right. cars. And we all agree that driving in New York City, it's like playing a video game. Of it course. really is. <laughs> and, but yeah. sometimes, uh, okay. womp, womp, yeah. you know what I'm saying? All right, so uh, are we okay now? It's out yeah. in the open? Oh, yeah, yeah. I feel better. Yeah. Tell me how you right. really feel. Thanks. Yeah, we love I don't, you. I don't, we yes. said we love you so thank many you times. Thank you so much, Scary, for the ride. Don't really ride. know where this is. Oh, thank you, Scary, <laughs> oh my for gosh. scaring <laughs> the crap out of us every single day. That's weird. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers, or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I've never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true, and I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things, and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have a, one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your host of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. Oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. And the morning show. Hey, so uh, are we, or do you consider yourself um, great at reading someone? Like first impressions or things, little nuances they have that can tell you a lot about their personality? Yep. Oh, you really? Well, like what, for instance? I'm so good at knowing if someone's in distress or not. How? Oh. Uh, well, for instance, I know when you're annoyed, Elvis, so... <laughs> it's like right now, I could see in your face you're not happy. I'm very happy. So, <laughs> well, obviously, not so with ob- me. So, obviously, you're striking out. <laughs> yeah, well, I take it back. Then. I'm totally happy with you. So, you're not good at that. Uh, right. Anyone else? Yes, I got yes. something. Yes, Gary. I can spot a fake person a mile away. Like if someone's being fake to you. Like when you're getting fake hospitality, when they have to be nice to you just because it's their job. Right, okay. You're good at that. What about you, Gandhi? What, what, like, nuances in someone's personality traits really tell you a lot about them? I think there's a way that people look at you when you first meet them. And sometimes we've all met these people. They just size you up, like, head to toe. They're taking everything in and judging immediately. And most of those people who do the elevator eyes all the way up and down have turned out to not be so kind. In the future. Mm. Also, the people, when you're having conversations with them, they're looking behind your head to see who else yes. is in the room. Yep. Yep. Or how they treat other people. And anyway, so yep. uh, Gandhi found you know this great article. I want to kind of like steal some stuff from it. Seven <laughs> insignificant details that tell you a lot about someone. And just in passing, when we brought it up, a lot of people, a lot of you texted in about, well, if you see someone who's not nice to animals, you know that... They're probably a dud. Hell right? yes. Absolutely. Even like the pigeons and the rats in New York City, when I see people try to kick them out of the way, I lose it. I'm like, really, dude? This is their space, not yours. Well, to be honest, you know, when a rat's on your foot, you do tend to accidentally cook, yeah. kick a little bit. No, you uh, But also, and Danielle brought up a good one, too. What? what? Dan- oh, moms. You have to make sure they're nice to their mom. If yes. someone's not nice to their mom, kick them to the curb. Not cool. Exactly. You can tell a lot about people. And, yeah. also, mm-hmm. and also, if you're in a restaurant and the person you're with treats whoever is waiting on you or whatever like crap, oh. they, they're probably not worthy of your time. Nope. Oh, because, not at all. Because these people are there to make sure you have a good time and you're going right. to be mean to them? No. Mm-hmm. Not at all. So this list was kind of great. Uh, insignificant ways you can tell a lot about someone. One... Malcolm S. Forbes once said, you can easily judge the character of a person by how they treat those who can do nothing for them. Absolutely. For instance, so if you're only nice to people who you can get something out of, if someone's only nice to you, and you see they treat other people like crap because Mm -hmm. you're the only one who can take care of them in some situation, Mm -hmm. you know that 
you really shouldn't be hanging out with them. And you know what the other thing to that is? And I, I've seen this happen many times. People will hang out with someone until they have no use for them anymore. And then they yep. dispose of them, which Absolutely. I have seen happen so much. I'm like, dude, that is yeah. not cool. It's true. That's why, Nate, we have to have a meeting later. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Gandhi. One of the things that took me a long time to realize with these jobs is that everybody presents their best foot forward with us. So you think everybody's so nice and we have the greatest people, but that's not true because so many people want something from us like, hey, mention my business on the air. So not everybody is a nice person you think that they are, and it took a while for me to kind of get there. Be like, yeah. oh, wait, what? So the way customers treat service employees at restaurants, cafes, and other establishments, it really tells you a lot about them. Yep. It, it, there's, the greater picture is how people treat others who can't do anything for them. And by the way, this article I'm reading is called, as I said, Seven Insignificant Details That Tell You a Lot About Someone by Andy G. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know what the G stands for. Uh, <laughs> another sector of people, another personality trait that tells you a lot about, about a person, how they interact with those from whom they want something. Yes. Yeah. When example, suddenly your friend is like kissing up to someone and you're like, ew, what are you doing? Stop right. it. Exactly. It's sort of like what you were just talking about, Gandhi. Mm -hmm. For example, when some guys see women they like, they seem nice and happy for a moment before reverting to their old selves again. Anyone experience that? <laughs> mm. Totally. So if you can recognize a kiss up, then you know that maybe, okay, what are they like when they don't need something from you? Right. Right. Another, uh, another trait to look for in people how they follow through on their promises uh give me you know like give me five minutes i'll give you an answer and they never give you an answer right, I'll, right. I'll get back to you by friday no there's no friday right i'm totally gonna do that just give me a minute and i'll send it mm, no you didn't send yeah. it so a lot of us you know we make promises and we don't keep them so look life happens and sometimes it's ne necessary to wiggle out of things right Sure. Or say, look, I can't. I promised you I could, but I can't. But if you just move on and just pretend it never happened, interesting. How their real life life differs from their social life life. That's such a big one. <laughs> Talk about one that. of my very best friends, and I love him to death, but if you go to his Instagram page, it's the most repulsive thing I've ever seen. It's him flexing his muscles in front of a mirror every single day. <laughs> And yeah, does has he lost weight and he looks good? I get it. That's what he wants to show off. But that's not who he is as a person. And I just look at it and I'm like, oh, come on, man. You can do better than this. And we know but so Nate's many people. But Nate's still a nice guy, it. though. Yeah. <laughs> come on. Well, it's right. It, it says here in this article, examine how someone behaves on social media versus real life. Is it always necessary for them to be putting on a show? And if you think about it, that's kind of what social media is. I mean, we all sort of put on a show every once in a while. Yeah. We're not going to show them like us taking a poo or, you no. know, it's like we don't show them everything. Right. Yeah, scary. I always notice when it comes to social media, the follower count versus following count. If you're, if you're following like a 900 people and you have 14 followers, a lot of times that's a troll and they don't have like stuff about themselves. I just noticed that a lot of people because anytime I ask a troll comes onto my social media, it's always someone that's that has like about twelve followers. I'm like, oh, you have no friends, you know, no. for obvious reasons because you're a bad person. I'm okay. just saying. I'm just saying. All I notice it. I notice it a lot. But they're following three thousand because they're people. trolling everybody. That's what I notice. Brittany on line twenty four. Uh, she has another one. Hey, Brittany. Hi, how are you? Oh, my God, I love you guys. Well, thank you. And thank you very much for listening to us. We need everyone we can get. So uh, 
what type of personality trait do you see that makes you go, hmm, I don't know if I trust this person? It's how when you treat how you treat older people. Like, you know, like it I just feel like if you're mean to, you know, older people, then you're not a very good person either. Mm. Totally yep. true. Older I agree. It's true. Give up Gosh. your seat on the subway for an older person. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. And so it's like it's you know, I, I saw that the other day. And, like, there was this older lady, you know, she was in a walker, and, you know, like, we were on the train, and these people would not even let the, let her sit down. And I'm like, that is so rude. And so I got up, and, you know, because I injured my back a couple months ago, but, you know, I'm a lot younger, and I let her have my seat, you know? Aww. And so that's just, that's just how that nice. life works. You know, so you I'm know, a very Brittany, good person. So, <laughs> you know, and there you go. And it's okay to notice that you're you're good. And and you know what I've always been impressed by are, as an example, uh, Asian culture, how they always put older people up on a pedestal. Yep, Hell yeah. I agree. Better than I anyone. I agree one hundred percent. Oh yeah, oh yeah. There you go. So it is such an honor to speak with you guys. Well, I've been thank listening you, to you for like fifteen years. I'm like. This is the first time I've gotten on, so I'm like, oh, my God, I love you. <laughs> well, I'm glad you got through because uh, what you had to say was very important. And, Brittany, by the way, yeah. I'm the oldest person on the show. These people, they treat me like crap. No, not ever. <laughs> <laughs> nice they try. They do. I'm, I can tell a lot of people. You're only as old as you feel. <laughs> well, no, I, but, <laughs> but I know. But I'm, great. You know, it, it, my birth certificate has me born way before them, and they treat me like <laughs> hammered crap. And so, <laughs> anyway, thank you, Brittany. You have a great day, okay? Thank you. Love you guys. Thank you. Now, here's another one on the list. I think this is very interesting because I, I, I want us to discuss this they say you can tell a lot about a person by the the appearance of their vehicle yeah, oh, yeah. okay really oh, yes yeah. like if it's clean I'm, I'm sure what like if it's clean or not well inside? of course yeah i totally. guess yeah. yeah i think dirty car dirty crotch you have a dirty car oh you don't take care of everything oh my god <laughs> Yeah. So the only people I will give a pass to in that, though, is people who have little kids. Because, you know, you've all gotten to someone's car and they have car seats back there and then there's like smushed macaroni in the floor. I imagine it's probably really difficult to keep up with that all the time. But if you're single and you're living in like some type of landfill of fast Squaller. food. <laughs> ew. Ew. What are you doing? Have Get you ever together. gotten in your car and you smell like, oh, I think I dropped a french fry yesterday or something <laughs> and it rotted. <laughs> Because I'm thinking of my, but when I mentioned that, are you all thinking about how, what kind of shape your car is in right now? Yeah. So there's this writer. I love him. His name is Malcolm Gladwell. You may have heard of him. He has a book oh, yeah. out called Blink, The Power of Thinking Without Thinking. And in this research, he uh, was researching 80 students who were rated by their closest friends versus complete strangers who just spent 15 minutes visiting their bedrooms. You can also tell a lot about someone by the messiness of their bedrooms. I don't yeah. know. Oh. What this suggests, he says is that it's quite possible for people who have never met us and who have spent only 20 minutes thinking about us to come to a better understanding of who we are than people who have known us for years. If you want to get a good idea of whether I'd make a good employee, drop by my house one day and take a look around. Wow, don't come to my house right now. That thing's a shambles. <laughs> yeah, leave my apartment alone, please. Damn. <laughs> right now. <laughs> anyway, so uh, it's interesting. to to We all have different nuances that we look for in people, right? Yeah, absolutely. And some of it's just built in. And I know that in our experience with dealing with mass amounts of people at any given time, not so much lately, we you can see someone coming a, a mile away that you, you just kind of want to turn and go the other way because you you get to learn about where what you're going to learn about them eventually. Totally. Which I know 
I don't know, maybe we're just booking, we're judging books by the covers, but I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I think there are some things, though, that are a big deal that end up being a big deal, like, later in life. And for me, one of the things is watch somebody when they don't get their way. When something doesn't go the way they want it to go, how do they act in that situation? Mm -hmm. Because it's fascinating. You will see people turn into giant babies yep. or be exceptionally rude. And then you have people who are kind of like, whatever, roll with it. Flow like water. It is what it is. What can you do about it? My I appreciate favorite? those people. Gandhi, my favorite is our people who are so nice to you when you're giving them what they want. And then as soon as you can't do something, oh. you are the biggest jackass in the right. face of the They're story. rude to you or mean. Yeah. Oh, I hate that. Uh, line 20 is Laura. She says, uh, you can tell a lot about somebody by what, Laura? What they do with their grocery cart after they're done loading their car. <laughs> oh, yes! oh, we yes, talked about this. Correct. Absolutely. Go, go ahead and finish that up, Laura, because it's so true. So if they leave it, you know, by your car or just in the middle so someone else can drive into it, they're a dirtbag. Okay? If they, if, I'm sorry. You have no consideration for other human beings. If you put it in, like, the cart thing, all right, you're, you're a good person. We can roll with that. But if you roll that car all the way back up inside that grocery store... Man, you are an above-average human, and I want to know you. I agree. Oh, and you know, a lot, lot of times they give you the cart corral right there in the parking That's right. lot. It's right. right there. Yeah. One day, it was kind of funny, uh, we sat in the car and just kind of watched for a while to see. We go, okay, this person right here, I bet you they do not return the cart. And we would play cart return or no cart yep. return. <laughs> I have yeah. said totally. something oh, before. Tell. It tells you kind of how, how bored we are with our lives, but still. <laughs> Very good point. Thank you, Laura. Uh, thank you for listening to us as well, Laura. Thank you. Have a great day. Have you ever, like, said something to someone before about that? I have. The, oh, yeah. the, the car corral was right next to their car. Yep. And I said, you're going to leave that there? Yeah, well, they'll, put it up on the, they'll put it up on that little yeah. island that's made out of, like, like lava lava rock. Yeah, I said, <laughs> Whatever. The, 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 the car thing's right there. What the, and then they, they kind of was like, mind your business. I'm like, well, okay. Look at this. People are texting in things. I judge people by the way they drive. You know, people can be really – if you cannot have the same courtesy – in your car as you do in a line at a grocery store, then you know, it says a lot about you. And Gandhi, this is a good one, too, that you just posted on us. Oh, yeah. I absolutely judge people the way they exit a plane. I have no idea why people in the last row think as soon as that plane lands, <laughs> they need to run to the front and elbow people and grab their bags and get off like no one else was waiting. I feel like there's an order. It's yes. row by row. Yeah. That's how yeah. you get off a plane. That's Stop exactly. causing chaos. We essentially could go on and on all day yeah. about this. <laughs> and we, we all look for some things that others don't look for, whatever. But you know what? I think the bottom line is just being kind to people, and it really starts there. That's it. You know? Yep. Interesting. The Mercedes Benz Interview Lounge. Paul Russell, what are the challenges of going from zero to 100 in a very short amount of time? I don't have a bi weekly paycheck coming in. It's like, all right, I'm just going to do this and yeah. hope that it works, but it's been great. So you're not looking for cash nice. or anything like that? Not looking for cash right now. <laughs> With Mercedes Me Connect, you can start, track, locate, lock, unlock, preheat, or pre-cool your Mercedes-Benz EV. All from your phone. The vehicles are all electric. The feeling is all Mercedes. The choice is all yours. Learn more at mbusa.com slash EQ. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. 
every week we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes Be My Baby and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia, starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Elia Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes... I guess identify the life that I want and and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. Oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics, in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. This is Elvis Duran and the Morning Show. Go ahead. Tell everyone what you're raving about. I'm telling you, it changed my life. Go ahead. It's, I'm almost 40, and I finally got a water pick. I hate flossing. Right? I right. hate it. Okay. I absolutely hate it. But he's going on and on. Nate, has he hasn't stopped once today about this friggin' water pick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I hate flossing. And every time I go to the dentist, my dentist says, why don't you get a water pick? It's not. It's like flossing, but better. So finally, I just buckled because I was getting some plaque buildup here. And I bought this water pick off of Amazon. I'm telling you. How much are they? $40. Changed my life. It's like every time I use, I look forward to brushing my teeth. This is how much I like it. Like this I look sounds for, like an endorsement. Every time. Okay, yeah. Are they paying you to say this? No, I'm not. Seriously, I paid my own By money. The way, what a scam. If we just came in yeah. here and we just took money under the table. 
Oh, I yeah. would lo- if they want to pay me, I'll gladly take it because this thing well, changed no, my life. But it's illegal for you to come on the show and talk about something without divulging yeah. that you're getting paid for. Correct. It. I'm <laughs> not getting paid for it. I okay. paid my own money for it. But seriously, every time I brush my teeth now, it's like going to the dentist for a cleaning. We used to have uh, water pick fights because you can you shoot water at each you other. You can do that too. And you know the thing, I, anybody that doesn't have a water pick, I'm going to give you a little lesson right now. Make sure you close your lips around it before you use it. That's what I was taught. <laughs> Because, because if you just have your mouth open and use a water pick, it sprays everywhere. Yeah, it, it gets all it over gets the mirror. It gets ricocheted no, everywhere. You so, know what? I, I'm going to go to Amazon right now and buy one. Seriously. Oh, buy right. the $40 one because there's more expensive ones, but the one that was that's 40 bucks. You, don't need, you, need. you don't need, you don't need the, the fancy. You don't need the fancy You don't need the cat Okay, box. so the question, what under $50 has changed your life? I'll, I'll go even cheaper. Okay. You know what I love, and I can't buy enough of them. Uh, it, it, they're called Compede. I think oh. you wear them because I don't, I don't wear socks. The things that uh, Danielle had that you stole from her. Yes. Yeah. I, I don't like to wear socks, uh-huh. especially in the summertime. And so, uh, and by the way, my feet don't smell. I, I was going to ask. I do not have stinky feet. Okay. And so, uh, but I just don't like socks. So these these compede things, uh, you know, I just put put one on the side of my foot and there's no blisters. It's great. It's like $15 for you a big box, old box of them. boxes of them back there. Before. I know. What? I love it. But you see, you don't have to spend a billion dollars to find something that changes your life. No. So it's water picks, it's compede, mm-hmm. and there you go. All kinds of stuff. What cheap stuff has changed your life? Oh, man. Under, under $50. Under $50. I mean, there's obviously, you know, an eighth of weed. But <laughs> right. I won't say that. I will actually say a product. So Danielle actually went to the Crayola factory not too long ago, and she came back with this chapstick that is this big, fat crayon, and I love it. It is the greatest chapstick of my life. So I thought this has to be expensive. She got it from the Crayola factory. I went online and Googled it. You can get like an eight pack for 11 bucks. Awesome. Love it. Change your life. Change my life. What's up, Scary? I have two things. One is the uh, this plastic mirror with suction cups on it that I got at Target. You put it in the shower. Oh, your shaving mirror. My shaving mirror. I shave in the shower now. I never was able to do that until I had the mirror with the suction cups. And the other thing, an or green, it's called the organic pan, frying pan. You don't have to use any butter. <laughs> You're so excited. Or spray or nothing. You could just like throw eggs in the damn thing and they'll cook perfectly and it's a perfect egg every time with Whoa. no oil. And by the way, the smell of your breath, you need to borrow uh, Nate's water pit. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, oh, another thing. What? The squatty potty. Ah! I okay, so love the squatty I've, potty. I've seen these in, in action. Yes. I, I, I've seen them at work. You, yes. You put the little like, the, like, things you put your feet on. It's basically a little footstool around the bottom of your toilet. And they're saying that it makes you, it makes you poo better. Yes, more. it changes your posture. So the poo comes out faster, and people have sworn that they actually, like, got all of the gunk out of their intestines. My friend's dad said he lost 15 pounds with a squatty potty. That <laughs> no has not way. happened to me. No way. He swears. We could call him right now. I bet he'll say, yeah, I definitely did. Love that thing. I've heard from many people that the squatty potty is something every bathroom needs. Yeah. It expresses your export process. <laughs> Wait, or I'm going to go that? to Amazon right now and order a squatty potty at a water pit. Yes. <laughs> oh, so, can I? So the squatty yes, potty one? is just a stool. It's not an actual oh. potty. No, it's no. just a stool oh. around the yeah, base it, of the it, toilet. It, it makes you, it elevates your feet off the okay. ground, so they're like, <laughs> they're like this. They're yeah, like, <laughs> you're just saying a little differently. It's like stirrups. See, so it, okay. it, it, it changes the trajectory. Yep, <laughs> really your, does of your missile. <laughs> oh, God. It just speeds up the process. It does, you know what? Just go go to okay. look at Squatty Potty. Squatty Potty is amazing. So, so, yeah, bottom line is you don't have to spend a ton of money to 
to enjoy something that, and share it with friends. No. Oh, yes, uh, producer Sam, what? I have two of them because you guys know I'm riddled with skin issues. Yes. So I found some really good stuff. I use these little patches called Peace Out Acne, and you just plop, put it on a white head, and it sucks the white head out by morning. It's like under $20 I get at Sephora. And the other one is bio oil. It's like a scar thing because I am a picker by nature. Oh. So I leave scars. I know it's bad. But the bio oil is like 15 bucks on Amazon and it's such a good thing to remove scars. I love cheap stuff. Oh. Love it. Love it. Hey, uh, switching gears. I want to talk to uh, Allie. Of course, anything and everything social media on our show is Allie. And you're doing the best job ever. Thank you. We, we love you. Can we call her Digitally? Digitally. <laughs> hey, that's pretty good. Okay. Been working on that for a while. So Allie, <laughs> it's always fun to talk to about her dating life. Yes, she, you she do have an adventurous dating life. I try. But I, <laughs> I overheard you having a conversation. You know me. When I overhear it, we're going to bring it in. We're going to mm-hmm. talk about it. I th- you're we're you're online dating. Yeah. Oh, which site? Does I'm it on Hinge right now. That's oh. like the the in one. Okay, you're on Hinge. <laughs> but listen to what she's doing. Gandhi, help me with this. Okay. I think she's manipulating a little too much for this guy she's trying to pick up. What are you doing? Uh, so I have a crush on this guy, and I'm using Hinge to try and match with him to see if he is into me and want to ask me out. So I um, changed my settings to be his age. <laughs> and and my preference to his religion and his location. Oh, so you're like defrauding him, basically. You're yeah. not the same religion? No, we are the same religion. You are the same religion. Yeah. Okay. okay, what is his age? Yeah, how old is he? He's 24. Okay, so uh, you, and you know for a fact he's on Hinge as well. I don't know for a fact, but <laughs> but if I have all these things, I should be able to find him in like 48 hours. Okay, so, <laughs> so you are... What else have you done on on your Hinge, uh, whatever, profile to match him? So I, I changed my religion. Right. And Well, not I didn't change my religion. I just made it so it's a um, like game changer if it's not that religion. Right. Okay, good. And then um, I changed my location okay. to be close to him. And then I made it a mile radius so that he so has to like be at the mile. cyber stalking a little bit. A little. It's like if you knew where he lived and you just stood outside his house every day, like, hi. Kind of, yeah. but on the apps. Okay. <laughs> it, you sound like you're a, it sounds like you're a member of the military and you're sending <laughs> drones over to like, like shoot, no. shoot up his, his compound. I have met I mean, him I mean, in you, person. You so. are, you are narrowing it down to just him. So wait, 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 you've met him? Yeah, I met him. And I have a crush on him. Why don't you just tell him I have a crush yeah, on you? Let's go out. Because then I'll get maybe rejected. I don't want to. I'm scared. It's going to be so much weirder now if he hears this and then still doesn't go for it. Was it If you just met him in person, you just could have gotten rejected. And all the stuff you're lying about. I mean, you, <laughs> you, you basically are lying to get him to notice you on I'm not hinge. lying. I'm just telling the app what I prefer. And it's everything that's him. Can, is he like on Instagram? Yeah. Why don't you just slide into his DMs on Instagram and say hi? Because I that's Cause I she, have his number. She's afraid she'll oh be rejected. God. She's afraid she'll be rejected. This way, uh, either he goes for her or if he doesn't. Yeah. So and if, if he doesn't, it's not a rejection. Exactly. If I see he matches with me on Hinge, then I know he's interested in me too. But you said I think he's on Hinge. Yeah, I don't actually know for so sure. But wait, no, 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 no. But he's not going to be interested in you. He's going to be interested in this person that you're trying to make yourself to be that you're not. 
Well, I am all those things. <laughs> yes, yes, Drake. Oh my God. I agree with you, Elvis. This is false pretenses. You can't create this person and then go match with someone. You're and catfishing. Yes, yeah, I'm seriously. not creating a person. I'm just telling the app what I'm looking oh, for. Oh, what is saying? It's a horse of a different color. So she's basically trying to say, like, if this was the grocery store, you've just moved your product to, like, a better place so that he can see yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. You're, you're end-capping him. You're end-capping him. Uh, what's scary? See, Allie, I think you're brilliant for this. First of all, this of is what's going to get your foot in the door. It's going to mm-hmm. buy you more time and conversation. And I think then he'll get to know the real you afterwards. And then you could laugh in the end about how, oh, remember in the beginning when I was just trying to, you know, lie yeah. about everything? Remember yeah. when I stalked you and made up my whole life? Yeah. yeah but it'll so still funny. laugh. <laughs> no, we're at the stage right now where it's like, like, does he like me? Does he not like me? Is he going to ask me out? Is he not going to ask me out? So I'm just moving along the process a little faster. Yeah, but it seems like it would just be way easier if you got the answer. Like, hit him up. Hey, what's going on? Do you want to hang out? Let me get the answer. Versus he might be on Hinge, so maybe you're never going to know, and you'll just be left in this, like, purgatory yeah, forever. Yeah, this is the thing I don't understand. You don't even know if he's on Hinge. No, but everyone's <laughs> on Hinge. I mean, <laughs> also not sponsored, by the way. <laughs> okay. All right. So, um... I do know he's single, so if he <laughs> That's starts- all you know about this poor guy. <laughs> and his location. <laughs> do, do you have a mutual friend? We do. I, I know his roommate. Okay, why don't you oh, just get his on. roommate to, like, well, set you up? So I did kind of do that okay, over How'd that work? How, did, um, how do you kind of do that? Either you do, I, or you, either you, do or you don't. We were like, how did you manipulate his roommate into helping you? I used my dog. Yes, good plan. Oh, Wait a second. I saw her posting with a dog on the weekend, and I was like, this is weird. I never really see Allie with a dog, and now I get it. That's yeah. awesome. It's a cute dog. So I uh, texted the roommate. The roommate's not from the city or the area, so I know he, like, kind of misses home. So I was like, listen, like, my dog is coming in on Saturday, like, into the city. Why don't we meet up and have, like, a dog play date? And, like, you can, like, hang out with the dog, and that way, like, you know. So I, um... So you're trying every approach... <laughs> Rather than like the the one that's guaranteed right. to give you answers faster, exactly. which is like just contact him. Well, I I have to see him every week at one of my extracurricular activities. So is it soccer? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> what? Yeah, we play soccer. She's been trying to get me to play, but I'm never available when she wants to play. But I'm interested. Yeah, in this. I'm I play have to soccer to meet boys. And I met this boy. Wait, wait. So you don't play soccer because you like soccer. You play soccer just to meet boys. No, I actually do really like playing. But I just so happens to be with a lot of single men. And I had to leave my last team because I was dating the captain of that team. So you see him every week. You see him every week at soccer. Yeah. It is kind of stalkerish a little, a little bit, stalking. don't you think? Yeah. yeah. But in the cute way. <laughs> You're a cute stalker. It's the weekend. Hey, this is Miley Cyrus. Yo, what up? It's the Black Eyed Peas. Hey, this is Selena Gomez with Elvis Duran and the Morning Show. This is Elvis Duran and the Morning Show. You know, our, our, our ops manager, Andrew, is doing something that I'm a little uncomfortable with. Why? Can you come in for a moment? Do you mind? Have a seat, ops manager. No, it's Garrett's seat. What are you doing? That's, that's, oh, oh, you're, you're taking everyone's seat. <laughs> so confusing. So, you know, we're waiting for Coaster Boy Josh to return from vacation. So I asked Andrew, I said, Andrew, do you, have you heard from Josh? Is he close? So Andrew goes on his phone, and he's tracking Josh. Do you have oh, yeah. Live 360 on Josh? No, it's the Find My Friend feature on iPhone. Well, I share my location with a whole bunch of friends. Yeah, I have so, mine, too. So he says he, he knows where we all are at all times. What? Well, no. <laughs> Not all I of just, you. I thought it was a little. 
a little <laughs> odd that you you're you're tracking me. Yes, and but you know what? It's it's. I just need to know where people are, like with you specifically. Um, let's say I, I, I don't even know where I am. Yeah, well, <laughs> let's say we're going someplace, and I need to know your ETA. For me, I just like saying, "Oh, he's on his way." That it, it helps me out. Is is that bad? I don't think it's that bad. Well, I mean, I, I think you should have let me know that you're tracking me. Well, I, yeah, you just you went on my phone and turned it on without me knowing. Yes, I mean it's like a. It's, <laughs> I just find that a little odd. Well, you know, it's just a sneaky little subscription. You just go boop, boop, and then, gotcha. (laughs) How do I boop, boop, off? Yeah, uh, I'll take your phone, and then I'll beep, boop, and then you're done. You're such a liar. I'll show you how to shut it off. Can we shut it off? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because, you know, if he looks at you, say, I'm 10 minutes out, and he looks at it and goes, no, he's not. He's 25 minutes out. I just find it a bit creepy. It's important, though. I, I have a, a couple friends that will tell me they're on the way to things, and I'm like, you're not on the way. Share your location right now. Drop me a pin. Well, I shared you are. locations with you yep. and Diamond when we were at the uh, off-the-grid trip. I yep. needed to know where you guys were. Well, and that's then, fine. Yep. I don't yeah. mind dropping a pin. At least I, I, I drop a pin. I, at least I know that I sent it to you. But, <laughs> yeah. Hey, did you get that everybody, everybody caller? Yes. Where uh, right here. Right there. On where? 19. Oh, I, I, oh, Jamie. Hi, uh, Jamie. Hi, good morning. Good morning, Jamie. Do you have friends that hello, track lady. you? Well, hello, lady. Do you have friends that track you on their iPhone without you knowing? Is it, isn't that a little creepy? Uh, I'm an Android person, so, mm-hmm. well, <laughs> so you, nobody's you, tracking me. Of course they can be tracking you. So, Jamie, oh, uh, okay, okay, Andrew, you, you may leave now. Okay, well, I'll know where you are. Bye. Well, <laughs> <laughs> so, Jamie, you sent a text. What was your question? Okay, so I heard the song Everybody, Everybody, and it just, the guy in the background, the hmm guy, and you say that that's you. Is that really you? Is that really you going oh, okay. I in am, I am in the song Everybody, Everybody. That's really you? But I'm not the guy who goes, ow. I'm the guy that goes, huh. Yes. Here, hold Yes, on. that guy. Ow. That's ow. not me. Ow. Not me. Yeah, that's me. Jamie. That's amazing. I have a a question. What's that? Did you just do that once and they looped it, or did you do that every single time? Oh, I was in the studio for hours. Yeah. Okay. Going, huh. How many different ways can you do huh? Well, I I tried to keep it consistent. Are you paid? For this song in royalties? No. Yeah, do you get royalties? I happily paid them. Jamie, he's on <laughs> Ow. That's not me. When you hear the hook. Ow. Jamie, he's got a bridge he wants to sell you as well. <laughs> oh, Danielle. Danielle. How do you know that's not him? Come on. Oh, how, no, do you, how do you know that's, that's not me? That's what I was like, you know what? Am I, have I been being had all these years? Is it me oh. or is it not him? Like, I need to know. Ow. Oh, this is a great song. I'm so happy I was a part of it. Ow. Oh, here, here I come home. Right here. Huh. of things we should be doing <laughs> and we're not doing any of them <laughs> this Stop it. Stop it. is elvis duran in the morning show all right we're done we're out of time we'll see you next time so make sure you're here with us until then say peace out everybody peace, peace out, out everybody, everybody. 
Time is running out to save on your Disney summer vacation. It's Danielle, and if you want to score adult tickets at child prices, you need UndercoverTourist.com. They're an authorized seller of Disney tickets to both Walt Disney World and Disneyland. These are the real deal. They link to the official Disney app so you can add on Genie Plus and Lightning Lane upgrades easy. I am so excited for you to save at UndercoverTourist.com. They have a best price guarantee. The magic awaits at UndercoverTourist.com. St. Bonaventure Mission works to provide Navajo families with many of the things people never think about. Whether it's fresh water, clothing, or many other necessities, St. Bonaventure Mission provides support to the Eastern Navajo Reservation. The mission is often the last and best hope in their struggle to survive among poverty and hardships. So please go to this website and make your donation to St. Bonaventure. It's stbonaventuremission.org. Your donation will go a long way in providing much-needed everyday items people may take for granted. St. Bonaventure AdventureMission.org. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.